Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. What is going on, everybody? It is episode 380 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I have two guest hosts with me today and all week. It's boys, 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 all week. Two boys cast. Not even my not even to my left. Introduce yourself, sir. Oh, hey guys. I'm Aiden Mattis. I am the host of the Lore Lodge YouTube channel, where we talk about conspiracies, missing people, silly stuff like that, and. Kind of subtly tell you not to trust the government. Yeah, and that's what and that's what all good podcasts. Exactly. Do, right? Yeah. Smart moves. And to my right, introduce yourself. Sir. Hello, everybody. I am uh, Phil Labonte, lead singer of All That Remains. You can kind of uh, Phil that remains on Twitter. You know, running my face. All those places. All those places. All those places. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about today, guys. We are going to talk about the fact that Hollywood studios never learn. In this case, it's about an article from Collider where they tell us that. Aquaman 2 will feature a theme on climate change, which, in my opinion, is likely about as true. It's probably very much barely true. But the problem here is they haven't learned their lesson. They should just not say stuff like this at all. So we will get into that. We're going to talk about Arnie and Till from just uh, how do you pronounce the band, Phil? Ramstein, yeah, Ram, Ram, right? Yeah, well, the, Ramstein, if, if they're Ramstein. if they're ta- if it's the Germans, they're like Ramstein, but it's Ramstein. Yeah, whatever. I always said Ramstein, but I didn't know it's, if I. It's different when you're live. It's English. Yes. So, Ram, the lead singer of Ramstein is uh, being accused of some very, very bad essay, as we yes. call it here on the show. And Arnie has come out and said, "Whoops, sorry for all that groping I did back in the '90s." Uh, yeah, it was uh, Muscle Beach. <laughs> The Gropinator, I'm telling you. That's what the we're going to call him from The now women on. were touching me. I was touching the women. It was wonderful. Come for me if you want to leave. <laughs> we're going to talk about the fact that you just shouldn't trust your daughters alone with these guys, no. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Sydney Sweeney, who, who gave this interview where she basically says, like, oh, uh, my dad and grandpa watched me naked on camera and left the room. Shocking. Shocking t- turn of events right there. Uh, as they would say, fatherless behavior but with a dad that's that's a problem so we're going to talk about that we're also going to talk about in the world where we just recently had an ai we had a girl uh like a an only fans girl like a streamer who made an ai of herself to sell as a as a girlfriend to people what we now have ladies and gentlemen is a woman who has married an ai and is now pregnant how that's true i have no idea but we're going to talk about it interesting oh huh yeah. I'm still not used to that. You'll, you'll, you'll get used to it. Ooh, the logo's there behind you there. Now it works. Ooh, it's good. It's, it's working. looking good. It's looking good. So we got that. There's a, I, when we got to the pregnancy part, I'm like, the math's not mathing there. We'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll get to it. So, all right. If you guys are ready, we will get right into the start of the oh, show. Hey, are we ready? Go. Let's go. Ready. All right. Yeah. All right. To start the show off, I have a couple of small announcements. The first is that the Super Mario Brothers movie has hit $1.3 billion. And that is a lot of, a lot of money. <laughs> 
That is a lot of money for a, a movie about a little Italian plumber, as far as I'm concerned. It is. Uh, it, says, uh, it says Disney's perennial hit Frozen is saying let it go to the spot as the second biggest animated movie of all time over the weekend as the Super Mario Brothers movie hit $1.3 at the box office, enough to bump the original from the, of the Royal Sisters of Anna and Elsa, which had $1.28 billion down to number three. But unfortunately, what they don't realize is that the sequel to Frozen, Frozen 2, is number one. So yeah. it's not even in the, it's not even totally winning. It's just, it's number, yeah. it's number two. And it's a, it's a sign that what's going on here proves that you should just make general movies yep. that people want to see and not fill your movies with a bunch of propaganda. Right. Well, I'm, that's a tall order nowadays. Uh, in today's market, can they really do that? Well, I, and that's the thing is I look at this and then you look at the movies that came out last year that were really good, that did really well. The ones that did surprisingly well, even you look at, uh, uh, like Smile, which is obviously a horror movie, but yeah. did shockingly well for a horror movie. And fantastic marketing for that yeah. movie. Oh my God, it was so good. But And then, you know, Top Gun. It's not political. It's just a movie about people flying fighter jets. There's vaguely, no named enemy. Like, vaguely evil enemies who have yeah. vague, who have like curiously blacked out masks and mm -hmm. can't see even the, the race or ethnicity of who the bad guys are. That's that's great. You we, never knew who the bad guys were in the in the original, in the original Top Gun, yeah. did they? I don't no, know. I think they, they just call them the enemy. No, they in the original Top Gun, Russia's. Very, Was it Russia? Did they very, say Russians? We were post cold. We were just like exiting the Cold War, right? Because they, the they had 80s. stars. They didn't have the sickle and hammer on it. I yeah. think it was so. like implied pretty heavily that it was the Soviets. Maybe. I'm pretty sure they said. I think said they called Russia. them the enemy. I'm gonna have know. to rewatch it this weekend. Yeah. If my, anyone in the chat knows, you know what my favorite thing about watching the original Top Gun is is go through it and watch all the ways they hide how short Tom Cruise is. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they, like it's like why is Val Kilmer sitting down? We have no idea. It's because it makes him look equal in height to to Tom Cruise. That's what you got to do. Apple boxes. I love it. Um, also, guys, I was wrong. Apparently, Ezra Miller is going to be attending the Flash premiere in Los Angeles. Oh. I hope is that what they should do is like, they should make it like a marketing technique where they're like, he was there, you didn't see him. He was like. In and then pretend like he is the Flash, and they just got him in and out without Ooh. anybody seeing him. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. So, uh, I do think right now, to be fair, we are. I, I mentioned this, and like we we do have like a weird kind of tunnel vision here. Like normal people don't know who Ezra Miller is, nor do they care that he's a creep and a criminal. Like I just I think that for the most part we know and we expect everybody else in the world to know, but normal people who are not you know who don't have to like follow all this stuff obsessively they don't know who this dude is they don't know that he's a creep who has like a ten thousand different allegations of about ten thousand different crimes against him. I thought it like there was just like that. I thought there was like one actual significant issue where you like some no. kind of kidnapping well, stuff going on no that, that's the in fact that's the least of it because oh, like great. that's the that one is like the kid was technically 18 by the time this had happened so even though it's uh, it's creepy and he had known the child from the age of 12 that's creepy uh. uh but it's not technically a crime if the person was over 18 when this when they left home right yeah. it to me it's the it's having a woman a wife and a, or I'm sorry a girl and her daughter at his house uh, on his weed farm with firearms not securely like put away he's like he literally is the libertarian i i, I just I he's literally stop the, that. <laughs> he, he's he's a hilarious libertarian meme where he's like he wants he's on a weed farm with guns he's just he doesn't have them properly stored. He's I, the worst kind of he's libertarian. He's the worst kind. Meme. Yeah, he's like he's the he's the one you don't want yeah, advertising having, your cause. I'm having a hard time finding fault with this stuff. <laughs> but, well, they're saying like a child shouldn't be around unsecured firearms and uh, that's fair. Yeah. And uh, and or drugs. Depends uh, well, on what you mean by unsecured 
just laying around. Near. Oh, okay, just laying yeah. around, not not putting any gun safe gotcha. or anything okay. like that. Uh, but not just that. There's the, the case in Germany where he supposedly was like telling this lady, "You want to fight?" Yeah, and was like That's choking her idea. and stuff like this. Like just there's fighting like, people. We we had Assault. to go through. Go. I actually have it here. It's like literally like it's a timeline of all the things he's done wrong. And what's funny about it is you just watch how long this timeline is. It just keeps going. It, it does not stop. It just keeps going. Oh, this is okay. all things so, that he's done. So never mind then. I thought. Yeah. I so I you know, I do. I do want to point out though that like we're doing a lot of talking about grooming these days obviously Ezra Miller being around a 12 year old who then later on goes and spends time with him somewhere else and possibly has a relationship with him is like the definition of grooming yeah <laughs> well, and like that and is that, what the word means. The scary part about that was like they said like her parents like had basically groomed her for lack of a better word to be an activist That's, from a child from, yeah. the, from mm. the age of from a very young age right when your parents get yep. you into that like Greta Thunberg same thing activist parents are are like extremely religious parents it's the same effect essentially like kids end up you know who is that I just saw a video on Twitter yesterday since I I don't follow I I follow politics by unfortunately by design because like the people that I work with who have are connected to other people so it's like in my timeline even if I don't want to look at it most of the time and it was some young congressman who was at like a, a hardcore show or something and was like on stage and they're oh, like <clears throat> I don't know who the person was but he was at a Paramore show was it, okay, was on par- stage even, wor- with, even with worse Paramore. oh uh, the uh, Maxwell Frost okay, okay so in the, the and people were what scared me about it was people were like saying like he's a he's a community organizer and activist like all politicians should be I'm like no not like all politicians <laughs> should be yeah I don't you. want I don't want activists no uh, mm-hmm. like even community organizers are red flag well, yeah community, thanks yeah. Obama like <laughs> it's a joke uh, yeah, but but you know, I'd rather like I like the idea of people who own businesses in the community. Yeah, like who have stock, you know, who actually have stake in whether the community does well or not. Right. Like that matters to me more than that. But yeah, like that's like now we're getting into this horrible age now that we're living in, where it's like influencer politicians, and it just makes me want to vomit. It's just, yeah, you don't need to have politics in every like. It drives if you're. It's one thing if you're a protest mm-hmm. band, if you're a band that makes protest music. Yeah. Paramore is a pop punk band. They're a pop punk act, vaguely emo. Well, she did that. You're gonna have people of all all political persuasions at your concerts. Your job as an entertainer is to entertain, not to make people, you know, think the way you do. Your job is to get up there, put on a good show, have everybody go home and say that was a great concert. She had a a thing recently where she basically said that to all her fans, like, if you vote for Ron DeSantis, you're dead to me. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. I was like, bold of you to think that anyone who votes for Ron DeSantis is coming to your show, but maybe, maybe I'm wrong. That's like, the I, thing, though. But like, even for me, I'm I'm not a registered Republican. I, mean, I probably wouldn't vote for DeSantis, but I hear that, and I'm like, okay, well, yeah, now I'm yeah. kind of turned off. Yeah. You know, I like. I mean, I don't get on. There's never a time where all that remains is like taking a, a political stance. Yeah, uh, everyone knows my personal politics, but the band, as you know, in and of itself, doesn't have politics, and I don't. I mean. Obviously, if there's like communists or Nazis, like authoritarians yeah. that like have killed and murdered people, we're going to disavow them. 
you know, but like we don't get up there and say, if you don't vote for this guy or if you do vote for this guy, you know, you're dead to us or whatever. It's yeah. like for the most part, I think that bans from stage, unless again, like you were saying, unless yeah. they actually are an actively protest band, like an active protesting band or a political band, like you might want to just leave it because, you know, yeah, like if I go to see Rage Against the Machine, I expect to be lectured about <clears> politics. <throat> If you go to see the Rage Against the Machine. And pay a lot of money to do yeah. it. If you, if you go to see Rage Against the Machine, you're probably a bad person because they're communists and communists are evil. So <laughs> There you go. Uh, you know. But that, other than that, it's like, you know, don't from stage, you don't need to go ahead and, and crap on half your audience, you know. Sad, too, because there, uh, there is Rage Against the Machine music that I like. Oh, they're, they're phenomenal their artists. Their music is amazing. Yeah. They're phenomenal. Yeah, so, their, their message is just terrible. Their lyrics suck. It <laughs> ends up with, you know a million dead people or something yep. like that yep. or millions of dead people all right uh, also guys if you didn't know who was the most statistically attacked cast member of the rings of power uh it has come out that apparently sophia nambiti was that person uh i really would love to be able to cast a spell like a no whining spell over hollywood like it's kind of like what you were saying earlier that like look you hire them knowing they're good like i'm literally actually like when i see this stuff now i what i actually think is it's not that these studio executives are progressive it's the opposite they're really racist and they're like <laughs> they hire this lady knowing that she's going to get a oh, bunch yeah. of backlash There's... and they're just mean it, like and, and then you have to define like what's backlash like is us having a discussion where like it's really funny because we talked about this show endlessly and her character was one of the few characters that i thought did a a fairly good job. Oh, yeah. Um, or like the characters that I liked were all the, the ones that everybody else was hating on, but it doesn't mean that you're not annoying for taking a job and like, it would be like taking this job and then being mad when people complain about who you work for, what you do for, you know, cause that's unfortunately part of what comes with working at this company, right? Is that there are people that are politically aligned differently that have this caricaturish idea of what Tim, of who Tim is, for instance, and then, you know, transpose that onto me. And I'm like, look, I don't like, sounds like a personal problem, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want know what to tell you, but like, it's like, if you're going to make the money that they're going to make to do these shows, the least you could do is like be a little bit more thick skinned about it. Ah. And the thing is, I, I genuinely thought she had one of the better performances in mm -hmm. the show. I yeah. thought she was one of the best actresses, but you look at it. This is a, uh, Tolkien was writing all of this from the lens of European folklore. So whether or not he describes somebody as black, if their character is not given any description, you can assume that character is probably going to be white. Yeah. Now, even still, there were characters in the show. There were places that you could have black characters where it would have fit. But I think what happened was they shoehorned a race swap into a spot that it really didn't need to be there. Yeah. And then what happened was this woman gets attacked when she did nothing wrong as in terms of her performance. She was great, but there's... The, the executives had to know and they probably factored it in going, oh, this controversy will drive even more people yeah. to watch the show. And Technically, they do do something wrong by commenting on it. They would be better yeah. off not discussing it. And this is on the journalists, too, who are like, so uh, how do you feel about all these bigots that keep talking about you? And they're like, well, I didn't know what you And then they have to, you know, they're put on the spot and they have to yeah. give these responses. Uh, a lot, like, I would, I would venture a guess that like 70% of the horrible quotes that you've heard from some television actor or movie star, it's prompted by some journalist 
journalist who's looking for a reaction to mm -hmm. that post. It's every so often, yeah, it's something that they see on Twitter and those are the most unhinged of all of them. But if you're getting some interview quote where somebody says something, it's because some journalist was like, so uh, how about those alt-right Yahtzees that are going to tell, tell you that your show is bad, huh? Because they want the sound bite, right? And then I have to be over here like, crap, now we have to talk about it. And, and then you have to, and then the cycle repeats itself. But it's like nobody's taught these people how to be more, um, I don't, I don't even know what the word would be. Would it be magnanimous? Would it like how to be a little bit more diplomatic in yeah. their, in their delivery? Like find a way to be like, like Henry Cavill says, yeah. uh, they're not toxic. They're, they're passionate. They're passionate yeah. fans, but these people aren't fans of the things that they're making. Well, and that's the other thing is the people that they're trying to appeal to with all of this talk about, I, I think she refers to herself as like trying to break boundaries or something. <laughs> Those people aren't watching. They might be watching the rings of power, but those aren't the Tolkien fans. Yeah. The, the people who are watching Rings of Power because they're Tolkien fans don't care about this stuff. Yeah. So, yes, I understand, you know, every once in a while you might want to try and do something a little bit, a little bit risky by having a character be black, like had consistently through the 70s and 80s all the time. You know what they but... should have done? They should have just cast Wesley Snipes. <laughs> that's what they should have done. That's a gender swap, too. That's, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. She just cast, he should, in fact, he should have played Galadriel. Yeah. She had Wesley Snipes as Galadriel. I'd have been I'd have been down for that. Honestly, I, that was that was the character and role I came down on the hardest. Yeah, she was the worst. She's the absolute worst in the entire show. Yeah, like She's, was I irritated with the race swap? I felt like it was a little like it, we all knew why they did it and yeah. that kind of made it annoying, but the Galadriel character, they destroyed her. Yep. She's terrible. Now all you'll ever think about is her looking ridiculous while riding a horse. Yeah, like making <laughs> making that face she makes when she rides a horse, where she looks halfway between laughing mm -hmm. and constipation. And, uh, and they didn't even need to because the the old Galadriel from the two thousand like the early two thousand series was this regal, elegant but powerful queen who you could actually look at and respect and see as a powerful sorceress. And they were like, no, she needs to be a man down in the ditches fighting. Like they totally screwed up her character yeah. i mean i i don't know particularly I'm, i don't have a, a dog in the fight as to what gladriel <laughs> should have been like compared to what she was in the original but at the same time the the idea or the impulse to make women into manly characters mm -hmm. like i don't get it because they they want to go <clears throat> against it's, it's really funny i i Never noticed this until recently, but it's not just story subversion. So what they want to do, it is in a lot of ways at the heart of it, uh, a unique form of identity politics where, yes, they want to make the women like men, but they also want to get rid of the concept of family, meaning like what Hollywood loves to do is stories of chosen family, yep. meaning that you, you had a family, they were either bad people or it's Disney and they died and you have a family that you can make your own. And those stories, when done well, can be just as emotional mm -hmm. as a story about actual family. But when you do more of that than actual stories of family, like I've been watching the show, I started the show called Joe Pickett. It's mm -hmm. so depressing, I almost had to take oh, no. it. If I, if I was prescribed a Prozac, I would have taken another. But like, it's it's really depressing. And there's a, it's really interesting, because at the least from as far as I've gotten in the show, the character is a loving husband, he's a good father, uh, and that's just not, and they're still married. It's shocking. Like, it's not something you see all yep. that often in Hollywood these days. But her mom, like the, the lead character's wife, her mom is just this awful woman. Oh, no. uh, I think it's, uh, it's not Wendy McKenna. It's, uh, the, it's the same lady who played, um, 
the mom to Isles and Rizzoli and Isles, I think. Gotcha. But the point is, is that she's like, I taught you, she says, I taught you how to be strong and independent and not to rely on a man. But she's being portrayed as like a drunk mm-hmm. who is giving her bad advice. <laughs> so that's actually shocking in Hollywood. Yeah. And like, granted, I'm only like three episodes in. This could go horribly wrong. But as right. far as I know, season two just came out and I think they're still together. But to see any type of pro-family message in Hollywood these days is kind of shocking. Of course, it's done in like the most depressing show. Like I'm the whole time. It's just blue and dark and there's just no, like I realized that there's a difference between recently about there's, there's humor and then there's levity between characters, which is yeah. like, like it doesn't need jokes. Ha ha. But characters need to not look so serious. Yeah. Every single moment of every single minute of the show. Cause by like the end of the second episode, I'm like, Jesus Christ. You know what show did a phenomenal job with that? Like, and, and I, I do think the early seasons probably would struggle to get made today. Supernatural. Oh. Huge cult TV show in the in the 2000s. Yeah. And by the end of it, I think it was like, okay, this just needs to end. But it handled those kinds of situations where it wasn't constantly heavy. It wasn't constantly preaching at you. There yeah. were moral lessons every now and then. But they had a good mix. They had... Uh, and they did both too. They had stuff about, you know, finding a family and also the two main characters are brothers and they yeah. spend the first two seasons trying to find their dad. The, like uh, there's all these, it, it handles the nuance so well. And I feel like Hollywood has lost the ability to write nuance. The, they just have to whack you over the head with their point. I've tried to watch Supernatural four times and every single time I stop at episode three, I can never get past episode. I, I keep trying because uh, I don't want to start mm-hmm. at three and then yeah. keep going. So I keep retrying and it just, This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So eventually, I'll, eventually I'll get to it. That's funny too because we had uh, Mark Pellegrino was on oh, Ultra yeah. War, so he was here, and I was like, and I'd seen him in just about everything he'd been in, but Supernatural. Yeah. Even though that's the thing that everybody knows yeah. him from. So. He All was right. great in that show. So, so basically, what I'm saying is like they need to start like these actors. I, I would like to see some of them be a little bit more, you know, a little bit more diplomatic when they take these roles, knowing that you're going to get pushback. But it's the blatant mischaracterization, calling it racism, when we know that that's not what it is. Yeah, so. no. All right. Also, guys, did you <laughs> look on the screen if you can? This is Kanye West and his wife. So the point was, like, we, we had a topic the other day that people got a little bit heated about when I said that Kim Kardashian's sex tape will be just as uh, much of a problem for her kids in the future as Kanye's horrible behavior lately. I mean, this outfit is pretty bad, too. So maybe I was wrong. Is He's got, like, big old shoulder pads on in there, right? Looks like, looks like shoulder pads, maybe to make his arms look bigger than they are? Or is I mean, it like an actual... Uh... I'm just wondering why his wife's dress has a foreskin. <laughs> I mean, I th- it does. I think it looks like a like a condom is being pulled up off the top of her head. Is this a further comment on Judaism by her say, not being circumcised? You know that he's yeah. not a fan of the Jewish <laughs> the Jewish people, right? You know, so that might be that might better be. not be it. That better not be it. Uh, but it, it's just it's like when you're you wonder why like if your if your kids come out weird and then they go back and you look at these pictures and you're like, of course. Like, of course. Come on. Like, look at that. This is, by the way, this is him and his wife, uh, Bianca Sensori, 
out with uh, they were out of sight of the church that they go to. Um, apparently not a uh, not a mega church. Apparently there's a documentary made on Hillsong now. Yeah. On Hulu, I haven't seen it. Wait, but they I'm... go to Hillsong? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I think they did at one point. Gotcha. Uh, the Kardashians God. went to Hillsong at one point back in the day. I was gonna say what? <laughs> yep. Like he's uh like it's it's an impressive outfit. Like like that is an outfit that screams mm. I have f you money. Like yeah. Normal people don't. He's wear always that. worn like he's always like worn like weird things like that though, mm-hmm. hasn't he? He's always been like. But just I want to. That's not what I want. I want to see the pitch where he's like, "Honey," because she didn't pick that out. I want to see the thing where he's like, he's holding this up and it looks like a Teletubbies <sighs> outfit, and he's like, "Babe, <laughs> we're going to church. I need you in your Sunday best." And she's like, "Oh, okay." And he's like, "No, this is your Sunday best." She's like, "A foreskin dress? I don't <laughs> want to wear a foreskin dress <laughs> to church." I don't want to look Especially to church. You should wear the circumcised dress to church. Exactly. Oh, she's like, she's like, look, I'll wear this to a nightclub. I don't want to, but I will. I'm not wearing this to church. Look, have, have some respect. It is. It's just so ridiculous looking. I, I mean, it's also a degree of irony wearing a police shirt to a church, considering how Jesus died. Yeah, there, uh, well, you know, it's yeah. it's it's a it's a police tie, so it's a German police shirt at that. It's, uh, Which, again, given the recent controversy, I mean, <laughs> the, the, it's the, all just gonna, weird. Probably gonna, should have not. All just weird. We're gonna talk about it later. That's. Uh, <laughs> I almost wonder if they do these things to get you to focus on that, so you don't talk about what they're actually out. Oh yeah, like, false flags all the time. Because like, you know, if they go out like grocery shopping or whatever, and you're talking about their outfit you're not talking about what kind of milk they bought i guess i don't know he's like like, he drinks nothing but skim milk uh and decoy voices in the chat what's up decoy uh, you can't convince me that's not an AI it, image. It could be like it's it, it could absolutely be. And then also my favorite was like his like his like I guess it's like a bodyguard or something that was in the photo and he's dressed normally and just you know that guy just wakes up every day is like. <sighs> <laughs> Like he's like, one day I'm gonna have enough money to wear to to have a wife that wears the foreskin dress to church. And but how long has he owned I it wonder, for? I wonder what that costs. Like, like that's the upsetting foreskin. part is probably so much money. I I can't. I can't. That dress I, probably costs more than we make in a week. Also, like, to be to be fair, that that bike like that bike looks straight for like it feels like he'd buy the kid like a gold plated bike. You know? Yeah. Like I don't know. It's uh, at the very least he's not boring. We can say yeah. that about kind of also okay. Uh s- since I went down the rabbit hole about a month ago. Oh, $20 super chat here from Corey Anderson says, "I missed the intros, but dude looks like Aiden from the Lore Lodge." I am Aiden from the Lore Lodge. <laughs> Which is really eerie because YouTube <laughs> basically sent me down a Lore Lodge rabbit hole this weekend. Have you done videos covering Mothman or yeah. the Black-eyed children? Uh, Mothman directly, yes. We've mentioned the Black Eyed Children thing vaguely on a couple of occasions. But yeah, we have a whole video on Mothman, and we are probably going to go to Mothman Fest this year yeah. and do a new video on Mothman while in Point Pleasant. Yeah. Nice. Uh, but what was I going to say? Okay, so so recently, in the last month, I've gone down the rabbit hole on the Kanye West, <laughs> on, the, on the AI Kanye song tip where it's just it's all it's all like instrumental or I'm sorry it's it's all like acapella or mm-hmm. or um like it's just chill songs but yep. it's all Kanye with quotations marks style and, yeah. and, and the one I heard yesterday was style by Taylor Swift and they actually switched the thing where they make it a guy's song 
Like rather, you know, rather than leave it the same, which I said the whole reason my, my old conspiracy theory was it was they wanted to make LGBTQ a big thing so they wouldn't have to remember how to change the songs whenever a guy would cover a woman's song or a woman would now, cover a guy's now song. Now it's a moot point, yeah. Yeah, now you don't have to anymore. You can just cover it any way you want. It doesn't matter. But it was like they, they do a Kanye West version of Style by Taylor Swift. And I was like laughing while listening to it last night because they actually took the time to change the lyrics. It was incredible. Oh, my God. So, all right, guys. Would you like, okay, so first, which one first? Would you rather see cute of the day or cringe of the day? Cute. All right. I'm feeling cute. There's been enough cringe already. All right. So cute of the day. We got a couple here. This is from Layla, ha uh, Layla Hage or Heg. Uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce that. I wasn't sure if I had shown this one before, so I brought it back. I hadn't liked it before. I'm supposed to like all of them when they come through. But this says, just a few of my little monsters. Trouble, the blue healer mix. My favorite girl, Stumpy. She has a deformed leg but doesn't seem to mind. And to the two sharing a bone and are a murderous spawn of Satan named Kiki. It doesn't <laughs> specify which one is Kiki. But that's a, well, a which one looks like the murderous spawn what? of Satan. Yeah, why well, would let's you, go why would you Is that the murderous spawn of Satan? I don't Having know. Having encountered chickens, I would assume so. Uh, I think that's the murderous spawn yeah, of Satan. Yeah, definitely the cat. It's uh it's even got its <laughs> arms crossed like it's taking a creepy photo for Gotta like be. a it's, Of course it's one, the cat. one of the cats, one of the cats gave me a very dirty look when I walked in earlier. Bocus. Was Bocus. Old. Oh, it, it's not a dirty look. Bocus is just kind it's a very of a, suspicious look. It's very <laughs> suspicious, really bordering on prima donna sometimes when he's, you know, he gets what he wants. So we love Bocus though. All right, and also we've got this one. I wasn't sure if I showed these, so I'm, I'm go I've been cycling back through a couple of them. Also remember guys, if you'd like to have your pets featured, hashtag PCC pets, tag me and the show pop at pop culture underscore show on Twitter. This is more pictures of Luna because Mary Archived missed out the first round. Well, she's missing out again. Sorry, bud. <laughs> she's not here. Um, that's Luna. That is an adorable looking puppy. Is that an Esky? Looks like it. There it's it says, either a Husky or an Esky, I think. There it says, feed me. And there's, oh, it's going to catch the... Probably a Husky. Good catch. <laughs> adorable. And... We could use a pool. I could use a pool here. In here? In here. I'll have to submit some pictures of Archie next time. Yes. There's, uh, <laughs> there's space. Absolutely will. Uh, and then this one here, it says, so you're looking for cute, are you? And this is from Chewbacca on Twitter. This is adorable. I saw this one earlier and I had to show this one. Oh my God, it's a oh. baby cow. Oh. Ah! I want one. <laughs> We should have cows here. I wish they made cows that just stayed like that. No, <laughs> they do not. All right. Uh, now we've got cringe of the day. I'm going to go with this one. This one's very, uh, there's no There's no ladies here, so we can laugh at this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Here we go. So it's 2 p.m. and I'm just done crying because people expect me to work. Do people not understand that I'm just a girl? What do you want from me? I'm supposed to go to yoga classes. They drink with my girlfriends in the cute cafe. Get massages. Get my hair done get my nails done and that's it that's supposed to be it like give me a break i'm just a girl i'm supposed to just walk around go shopping and look cute and that's it who told us that we needed to work it's those feminists man she, she just she, misdirected anger she's actually upset huh? i have no idea mary, mary sends me the cringe i kind of assume she's kidding i, I think she's kidding but the point is, yeah. like, this is the feminist movement at work right now. They're, they're mad at the wrong person. I mean... I'm sorry, somebody just told me they have Scottish Highland mini cows. <laughs> Let's get them. <laughs> yes. Let's get them. 
I will be purchasing them. I will be purchasing so, one immediately. Do where, where do you where do you get think you're going to keep the Scottish uh, mini cow? I, I don't know. Probably like tied up. I'll buy a little ranch for it. Yeah. It just needs gonna... a Scottish Highland mini ranch. Scottish Highland Mini Ranch. And right here in, in like, bring, like, can we just can we drop a Scottish Highland Mini Ranch in Philadelphia somewhere? Probably. It's just drop Fairmount it Park. It's big. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think she was kidding, but we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll let it go. We'll see you later. All right, guys. Uh, we are going to move on. We are going to get started today. Before we get started, however, would you hit the like button on this video and subscribe to this channel if you have not done so already? Share the video with your friends so everybody else can come and hang out with us this week. It is Boys Cast after all. Boys Cast. Uh, for now, I mean, Boys Cast is actually not. Uh, that's Ryan Long's podcast, yeah. <laughs> but we're co-opting the name for the time being. All right, let's get started, shall we? So it says Aquaman Two will take on climate change as a major plot point. See, the problem is, guys, um, I, these studios never learn, and they don't understand what is good press and what is bad press. I put a poll up in the chat today. I'm going to do my best to remember to close it out. I said, what is a worse movie villain, uh, Amber Heard or climate change? Right now, Amber Heard is winning, so that says something about how much people are scared of climate change. Uh, apparently, they're not as scared of that as, as we thought they'd be. I mean, look, I have a, a uh, probably an old man uh, opinion on climate change, which is it's a big lie. And the reason I feel like that is because it's been the same line since 2006 with the inconvenient truth that that uh, movie by Al Gore, right? Yeah. It, it was supposed to be that all the, the shorelines would be different by now and the, the seas were going to rise and all the ice is going to go away. That was almost 20 years ago now. See, I would be okay if they did one thing. Instead of uh, instead of making Aquaman 2 about climate change, I want them to make an AI version of the movie Day After Tomorrow where they just drop Aquaman into the movie Day After Tomorrow and have him save the world instead of instead of just making another Aquaman. Movie. I feel like there would be pickup shots necessary. That just just a couple. There just would probably a couple. be some pickup yeah. shots necessary. All right, so it says I think people are going to be excited to see this movie that is a very that the movie is quite different from the first film in terms of tone. It's a little bit more serious and we're dealing with issues like climate change. Stop right there. I feel Nobody wants to see that. Yeah, no like literally zero people and the ones that do want to see it don't have money and cannot afford to buy a ticket. Haven't we passed the point where like deconstruction of existing narratives is a a compelling storyline it's like it's like you don't need to take narratives that people that resonate with people and just turn them on their head yeah because it's been done like the whole postmodern thing uh, love is, is over like it's it's done and now like it's like the people that are creating art haven't realized that the people that are consume consuming these products and and going to see movies it's like they don't realize that these people are over the whole deconstruction thing yeah. it's like like i want to see the good guys win and i want to see the good guys actually being good i understand that there's that the real like the real world has nuance and and that you know sometimes bad things happen but that doesn't mean that I want to go and have my entertainment constantly shoving down my throat that there are negative aspects to life. I know. I'm living it. Give me some some sunshine, damn it. The the problem is is they're they're afraid to step <clears throat> to tell new stories. Therefore, when all you tell is the same stories over again, to make it new, you have to do deconstructionist stories. Ugh. That's the problem. Ugh. Yep. Yeah. I, I want to see a, an Aquaman prequel that goes back to Meltwater Pulse 1B um, that explains how Gebekli Tepe got there. That's what I want. Uh, you big, do you know a lot about Atlantis? 
Uh, no, no, decent amount. Uh, but the thing is with Atlantis, it's been factored into a bunch of early catastrophe theories just like this. Climate catastrophism has been around somebody for 200 years. Somebody said it's been around since the 1800s. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, there's, uh, mm -hmm. there's a whole bunch of people in even the late 1700s who start talking about um, all of these times in history, they believe that the Earth has had a major reset. Of course, back then, the belief was that whenever the poles switch, the magnetic poles, it weakens the magnetic you field. You still hear people talking about Oh, yeah, people stuff. still think this. Um, but that the basically what happens is the magnetic field weakens, and this allows the usually solid molten like core, uh, not core, the, the asthenosphere is the exact layer, allows that to become liquid, which allows the crust to move like 90 degrees on the mantle so you should make this aquaman movie where <laughs> and it's it's complete nonsense it's one of the most unscientific things like i've ever heard man. but they've been pushing stuff you know and that that kind of faded out after the 1960s yeah um but that's something that they pushed like einstein wrote that this was something that should be investigated a lot of people be like einstein believed in it no einstein said it should be investigated yeah. but People have been on the whole the world is ending thing, and Correct. it's the climate for 200 years. We've got a $20 super chat. At least I think it's, it's twenty seven ninety nine from, I think that's Canadian It's Canadian, currency. so probably about right. It's so very right polite there. currency. It says, I'll take climate change over woke race gender moralizing any day of the week. No, you won't. You get them together. both. Exactly. Yeah, you do have to get them both. They're the same thing. You don't get one or the other because the whole reason for you to worry about climate change isn't because it's going to mess up your life. It's because it's going to mess up a POC from Africa's life or something like that. Jane Fonda just came out and said that white men are the problem yes. with climate change and they should all be arrested. It's it, What I love about it is like all of these topics, like the funniest things have become like topical and politicized, mm -hmm. like landlords. It That's is, my favorite out of oh all of them. God. They freaking hate landlords. More, like I want to see a movie where Aquaman fights a landlord. That's what <laughs> I want. I want to see a one where like they, he's under the sea, you know, he's at the bottom in Atlantis and there's a bad Atlantis landlord who's charging too much rent to other Atlanteans and he has to go and he has to take <laughs> him out. I will watch that movie for the lulls, but it's not like, like they would treat that the same mm -hmm. as they would treat any of these themes uh, if they make that movie I'm going to seek Canadian health care <laughs> so, so James Wan goes on he says we're not afraid to lean into that in a big way well leaning into climate change is a story is the stupidest thing I've it's ever like heard leaning says, into cancer. it just doesn't make sense because the Aquaman comic book even back then has always been environmentally conscious I don't care nobody wants it in ah. he's always been someone who's fought to keep Look. the ocean clean again but like, that's the thing is we're like, not talking the about ocean clean, clean. then we're talking about more ocean yeah if, like if, more, more ocean more water more ice or more, the ice melts Yep. And the thing is, if this was going to be a, if we were going to do a movie about Aquaman and climate change that made sense, I feel like having Aquaman fight against the Great Pacific Garbage Patch would be the way to go. <laughs> like, like Aquaman cleans up the Pacific would be the movie. Wait, or like, no, like uh, maybe what it is is like um, he's fighting Japanese whalers. It's the, <laughs> the, it's it's always the, what they're always talking about the ice caps melting or like yeah. the, look at the iceberg or like what is it? What are yeah. things that are always breaking off? Like is it ice, just ice shelf pieces? I, of the I, ice shelf. Yeah. Like what they need to do is they need to create their own iconic version of like in Spider Man where he holds the two parts of the bridge together, where Aquaman brings two parts of an ice cap together and pulls them back to the center. <laughs> it would be it would be hilarious. I would watch that. It's. Uh, uh, it's stupid, but look, what I'm saying is like you could make all of these themes. The problem is when you start advertising it this way and you start throwing out the buzzwords, people don't like it. People don't want to hear it. Nope. People don't care. 
They, mm-hmm. they don't. Like, they want to see Aquaman. They, what they care about is Jason Momoa looking shredded without a shirt on. Precisely. Like, you could melt the polar ice caps and destroy humanity, but as long as he does so with his shirt off, most of the people going to see this won't care. Like, uh, actually, I have no idea whether this... Sh- I'm sure it's still skewed male, but... Uh, I personally would like to know Khal Drogo's opinions on climate change. That would be fantastic. Uh, uh, the guy he played in uh, Game, Game of Thrones. Of Thrones. Oh. <laughs> yeah, did the people in Game of Thrones care about climate change? I don't no. think so. Those <laughs> dragons are emitting no, they, a lot of CO2. They were burning things with dragon breath. They, they didn't did not care. care. They didn't care one bit. Not one bit. And they were right to not care. So, you know, it is what it is, but we'll we'll see what ends up coming of all this. It is I what just, it is. It's cancer. Uh, <laughs> but to me, to me, this and The Flash are both polling low as far as like what their opening box offices are going to yeah. be. Uh, but I think The Flash has the benefit of more cameos than Aquaman. Yeah, the, I mean, The Flash actually... Part of me wants to see it because of Michael Keaton. Yeah, you know? I mean that's why a lot of people are going. I want to see because I want to yeah. see I want to see you know Superman Nicolas Cage. That's the real reason I'm going. Huh? Oh yeah, he's making a cameo. Nicolas Cage because he was originally going to be Superman yeah. in like 2006 I, I uh, before Brand, before the Brandon Routh Superman. Yeah, like wow. they're like, look, let's just take the least impactful uh, character that is was in Justice League and make a movie about him and then just like take- no, that would be Cyborg. Do you, you think the- Cyborg? Well, I don't think I don't know. In this in the theater version of it. Easily Cyborg. Cyborg was way more important in the uh, in the HBO Max version of it, the Snyder Cut, which is like four hours long. Yeah. But then yeah. you had to sit through four hours, which I did do. I mean, I, I, um, I actually was interested in seeing the Snyder Cut. I watched it, so it's good. Yeah. I and I I don't. I it's don't just not a movie. It's two movies. It's it's, it's long. I, I, I don't hate any of the DC stuff. Like I really like. I know there's a lot of people that have plenty of criticism for the DC stuff, and I think that most of the criticism with the DC stuff is is because the bad guys are not compelling. I think that that's usually a Marvel problem. Well, that, that's I mean, usually a Marvel problem. It, that the really DC... was in the in Justice League. It was real. Like the 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 bad guys are just not compelling. The the uh, the Batman versus Superman. The extended Doomsday, editions really good. Doomsday was good, yeah. but otherwise, like the bad the JLA Batman uh, bad guys were not compelling. Even like. Even though Wonder Woman, the first one was was all right. Second one is bad. I didn't see that the one. Second one is bad. <clears throat> but, the, uh, but even still, the bad guy in that one, he wasn't Ares or whatever. Yeah. It was like this is supposed to be a god, yeah. and it's like kind of whatever. You know, it, it wasn't compelling. So I, I don't have a lot of problem with the with the uh, DC movies, and I think that the they really set it up to be good. But as Miller's. Shazam? You should watch the original Shazam. I I still haven't gotten around to finish. I've gotten three fourths of the way through this the sequel, but uh, <clears throat> it's like a it looks like Lucy Liu is really bored the whole movie. It's, it's really fun. She looks like you know like she, she looks really uninterested. Her and I think it's Helen Mirren just look really un, uninterested. Ooh, John Doe says Mr. Terrific movie. That would actually be kind of cool. I don't think they're ever going to do that with a character that that's that B or C list. They're going to stick to the main. They can't even get the main characters right. So we'll we'll see once they can get the main characters right. But yeah, let's uh. Let's Let's, uh, let's just say for, for the sake of, uh, of argument that Aquaman does, because Aquaman made a billion dollars. The first, yeah. Aqu- I still have no idea how, but uh, you know, the power of Jason Momoa. With that. Sure. I, I really think it was just that between Jason Momoa and Amber Heard, there was eye candy for everybody. Was I don't even remember if she's uh, if she was in, she, I don't think the controversy was going I, on. No, it wasn't yet. I barely remember her in that movie. Yeah. She did not have any kind of impact. No, but they sure movie. as hell advertised that she was in that movie. Yep. 
by the way, let's let's look at the poll right now. So, so far, seventy six percent are still saying that Amber Heard is the bigger threat to humanity rather than climate change. So that tells you what uh, climate change the, is not real. It's a, Amber Heard is an existential threat to humanity. That's yeah, that's what they're saying here. Uh, it, it, what would you like to see? So so the problem here is the advertising, right? They're they're advertising climate change. What's something you would like to see them advertise that would actually get you interested to go see a movie? These I mean, days? and now that you guys mentioned it, fighting the patch of the garbage patch, yeah. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> like, if it turned into... I mean, it's, you're talking about, you know, comics, so it could literally take on a shape somehow, and maybe, you know, maybe yeah. it's the uh, spirit of the deep takes on the shape of, or in, inhabits the, the garbage patch, and it turns into a big, gigantic garbage patch monster, and that is totally within the realm of possibility in True, comic book in world. comic book world, yeah. yeah. And even if they didn't... Even if they went for something more mundane than that, and it was just, like, for some reason some corporation is trying to get something passed so that they can dump all their waste into the ocean and he's trying to take them on like i would at least take that but just kind of the vague we're fighting climate change i I can see it now the aquaman 3 is going to be entirely in a courtroom he's gonna be wearing a suit the entire time and he's just gonna be suing corporations and amber heard's gonna be the lawyer yeah and he's just gonna be suing corporations that That would be fantastic aquaman runs for congress Perfect. He's just uh, Arthur. Well, would he, would he be allowed to? Is like I, I don't know no. if I don't know if Atlantis is allowed. Uh, he couldn't be the president. He could no. he probably he, could run for he, Congress. He'd have though. to go. No, he'd have to go to the UN. They they probably send him to the UN as some type of special. Oh, envoy. he'd be like Secretary General. Yeah, or something yeah. Like special that. envoy. Yeah. I, you know what actually could be cool is something to do with I uh, like. We're talking about Aquaman. I really think they top out with just the fact that it's Jason Momoa, and that's it. That's it. Once once you start getting into storylines for Aquaman, it's just like everyone's like because the character's historically very nerdy in the in in the comics. And like, and I'm I'm if I'm if I'm being honest, fish man. If I'm being honest, they even made the joke of talking to fish. If I'm being honest, like DC animated is far more. I'm far more preferential to DC animated movies and television, anyways. And like, if you want good Flash, like if you want to see a good version of the Flash, you watch the DC animated world. That's where you go to see the Flash not kind of get nerfed. <clears throat> uh, granted, I, I fell off on. I stopped watching uh, the CW Flash after season three. Uh, I didn't even make it through season three. But. I never. <laughs> I, I will say I have watched very little DC content, and I don't think anything. You're a Marvel guy. From I'm not even really a superhero you, movie guy. Like I've watched. I think I stopped watching Marvel after Endgame for the most part. Oh, that's even like even like, I like. Uh, I didn't even see Endgame in the theaters. I waited for it to come out. Yeah, and... I saw Endgame, and then I think I saw No Way Home. Yeah. But I don't think I've seen anything else other than the stuff that was on Disney, like the TV shows. Yeah, like I watched Loki and I was like, eh. I didn't even get through Loki. I didn't get through uh, Winter Soldier. And I liked yeah, Winter Fal- Soldier. Falcon and the Winter that. Soldier. Yeah, Falcon, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I liked both. Oh. Uh, the I, well, Soldier the bad guy, my... the bad guy in Falcon the Winter Soldier is Antifa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, it's legit Antifa. It's great. The um, the original Winter Soldier movie is my favorite Marvel movie. That was as far one. as I'm concerned, that's good. when Marvel peaked. I um, honestly, I, the Winter Soldier was really good. I really do think. Is, no wait, uh, the Civil War. Civil War, Civil War, War is, was good too for me. I, I felt the tone was more serious in, in Winter Soldier. It started once we introduced Peter Parker. It started getting campier. We had to get the Rooster. I yeah. didn't. I didn't mind that because it was. It was no. So it works. True it's just, it's just to the character. The character. Yep. Yeah. You know. I just I'm I'm preferential to to Winter Soldier though the if you ever watched the it's really funny to watch the um the behind the scenes go watch the making of the airport 
scene. Okay. It's really funny watching them like fake beat stuff up. Yeah. It's, it's really good. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 really funny. So also that and there's a really good one. Um it, I love looking at like how visual effects are done in a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite is how they they did in Batman vs Superman where Bruce Wayne runs into the cloud of uh the cloud of uh dust and rubble. Uh, after Zod takes out the Wayne building mm-hmm. and it's the whole building is built from the whole the whole street is built from scratch they're not even filming live on a street it's all done in CGI, post yeah, yeah. Oh, we well I tw- mean there's there's a very famous uh, picture of Sir Ian McKellen crying on the set of The Hobbit yeah because when they when they filmed Lord of the Rings they used all sorts of like perspective and actual like movie scene. magic from the 20th century that's why it works and then they're shooting the Hobbit and he's shooting his scene where he's sitting around at the table talking to all the dwarves and he's alone in that room and everything is green yep. and he's just crying because the art of theater is being lost. And I look at that, the fact that everything's CGI, all of the stories are just recycled. The writers are striking, but they haven't put anything new out in years. Like it's absurd how stagnant Hollywood has become. The uh, it, when they had less, they they did more yeah. with less back then because you know Peter Jackson had to use actual movie magic. Yep. The this seems like the way the room rotates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... I've been watching. I've been watching a lot of uh, a lot of art critics and uh, on like people doing lectures and stuff like that. And a lot of it, a lot of it, I think, is because the we have passed away from like modern and gone into postmodern, and we're at we their postmodernism has been. Uh, influential in art for long enough where people have kind of said every it's kind of said what it can say yeah. because the only thing that postmodern postmodern is postmodern art really allows the viewer to make the decision as to where you know whether it's art or whether it's not and a lot of times it's critical of art and stuff like that and when you're just there or when your whole purpose is to criticize existing art and deconstruct art it's really tough to make something compelling and i really feel like they're running out of gas for taking stuff apart and and running out of interesting ways to take existing narratives and 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 deconstruct them. I know that that I'm kind of on that today, but that's really what I think is going on. There's there's such a lack of creative vision in movies and stuff, and I think that that's because the postmodern thing has kind of run its course, and we need people to approach art with a new. I guess a positive view of the world. What's funny about that too is like you say postmodernism tells you that you get to decide whether it's art or not, but they're obsessed with telling you what's art and yep. what isn't. Oh, also we got a twenty dollars super chat here from Rhaegar Targaryen says the bad guy in Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four was Maxwell Lord, who has basically made Trump. Also, I'd rather see a movie where the villain is an environmental terrorist, you know, like Poison Ivy, Razal Ghoul, or the Marvel Ultimates version of Thor. I do miss uh, good Ra- good Razal Ghoul. I mean, I think the, the, those Batman movies with Razal, the, yeah. with him kind of the and the League of Shadows being the kind of the actual antagonist over the course of three movies. I think those are the best Batman movies. I and I'm not a like I'm a big fan of Bat Affleck. Like Ben Affleck yep. as Batman, I'm into it. Totally buy it. I think he's cool. I'm a fan, man. I'm a fan. I am, but you know, I still he never think gets that, mentioned. They never mentioned that Liam Neeson in the race swap of Ra's al Ghul there. 
That's that's one that doesn't get mentioned. In the yeah, Ra's al Ghul was, was like Asian, right? Uh, yeah, like in the because he's played, and then, and then they also had um, Al Ghul would suggest he would have been like Middle Eastern. And then also um, Matt Nabel played him in. I actually liked Matt Nabel's performance of him in Arrow in the mm-hmm. show Arrow. He's like, I guess Matt Nabel was like a like a pro soccer player or sorry, sorry, football player. Uh, and uh, and it's really funny too because like he's um he's a bit older, but like in the early episodes when he's on the show. He's got the K, or you know, he's got the flowing robes and everything. Mm-hmm. Supposed to look sinister, but he's just got like just rolled out of bed hair. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they didn't figure out until like the last half of the season to like slick his hair back mm-hmm. to give him like an actual villain look. Otherwise, it looks like Rosal Ghoul is just like I'm. Oh, fuck, I'm late. Like, I, I got to go take yep. over. I got to go destroy. Uh, uh, st- uh, I got to go destroy Star City. Sorry, guys. Crap. Like, uh, he just wakes up and his hair is like this. <laughs> uh, we got another twenty dollar one from Fresh. Fresh meat says, boys, 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 boys. Also for the poll, climate change is a worse villain to movies succeeding than Amber Heard. Um, I mean, I think, I don't know if Amber Heard's got her beauty going for her. I don't. So, look, Amber Heard might be pretty, but I don't like her face doesn't even like pop into my head. Oh, oh, no. What's happening? Crisis party. We turned it down. Turn it up. We turned it down because it was we were fixing really the meter. loud earlier too. Well, it's got to be loud, but we we were fixing the meter earlier. So it drag. Gets, when you're fixing the meter, it gets it goes off. So I had to like turn it down. That one's on. Bummer. Me. That one's on me. But yeah. All right, guys. Uh, like uh, like oh, they're saying Raz is Egyptian. I thought he was Middle Eastern. Uh, I mean, Egyptian. Egyptian today would be partially Arabic. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. To a large extent. All right. Let us let us move on. We got some super chats there. Do you have them pulled up there on um, the, in the uh, second window? I can. Yes. Well, oh, there they are. Yeah. Yeah. They it took him a second. Yeah. I have them. Start from the top. I think we're starting off at Deuce Boogaloo. Go ahead. Me? Oh, yeah, oh yeah, me. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. So, I, don't, I don't have mine. Phil doesn't have gotcha. mine. Okay. They, they haven't okay. given me the approval yet. Uh, yeah, so Deuce said, Brett, you should share the results of the James Bond poll I did for y'all. I just retweeted it, so it's at the top of my Twitter po- timeline. I will check it out after the show today. Uh, like I, I asked other people. I, I remember I got involved in that poll, and I said uh, everyone should put their – like if you don't like the, the answers that are in there, put who else you'd like to be cast in there mm-hmm. as well. Who would you guys like for uh, – uh, and it's also apparently I'm getting written into the vlog against my will again, but apparently because like I just randomly walked into the room the other day and just said like, <laughs> so uh, who the hell would you guys cast for James Bond? And they thought it was weird how I just kind of like interrupted a conversation. Kind of great. Yeah. I mean, was, you know, just, I was like, it was before James the Bond, show. Man. I mean, I don't know. I'm, no, you have no opinion. This is usually such a this is a funny one. This is usually one where you can get anybody involved in this. I had a, I had a guy and this is. Okay. I had a realization that this is a, I'm one of those people. I'm going to do my best how to, I, I've been trying to figure out how I wanted to vocalize this. So I don't get as bothered by race swaps as a lot of other people in the space. As sure. far as I'm concerned, most of the time, at least in, in, my, in my opinion, as long as they, if the race was not a core tenant to the character beforehand, 
and they don't make yeah. it a core tenet to the character. Afterwards, I'm more am amenable to so that. So I have two, assuming have, we're going with a younger Bond. But. I have no problem with, with race swap if the race is not articulated. That's if, what I'm saying. If they're not described. So like I would, like the, the whole Oh, you like, mean the literature. Yeah, like, okay, so yeah. like the yeah. Tolkien stuff where they're making Aragon a, a black guy or in, what was it, magic cards or yeah. whatever. Yeah. They describe him as a white guy. If they describe him as a white guy, then leave it alone. If they describe a black guy as a black guy, leave it alone. But if they don't, if they don't specifically say... And you know, and it's not a part, then it's not a big deal, you know? Uh, but here, here's the problem. Here's like, it's, here's why I'm starting to realize that the people who don't, who don't want to give it, who give no quarter, why they're probably right. So I had a guy who tweeted after I tweeted out that we were covering James Bond because there was an article in which uh, an executive said the next James Bond will not be white. And this guy responds in a very snarky manner and basically says, uh, he, he makes a bunch of responses and basically says that he called what we were doing um, basically trafficking in fear-mongering, right? Like you're, you're fear-mongering about, uh, he's like, you know, you're making people angry for no reason. And I said, no, look, I'm just willing, I want to have the discussion. Like, I, like whoever, whether you, want the, whether you want James Bond to be Idris Elba, whether you want it to be Reggae Jean Page, whether you want it to be Tom Hardy, I don't care. I'll, I want to have the discussion with you about it. And his immediate response is like, Okay, yeah. Also, like we can make Bond a girl, and it, it, or into trans or a trans. I feel like you he, really can't make Bond a girl. He immediately, he immediately went to right. the farthest realms of the possibilities because he's Cause he expecting he me. Because he's expecting me to be angry at that. Like he's waiting for me to get angry, and if I don't, he's using that as a mm -hmm. way to further his ideological push for it without pushback. So it's like you can't give an inch, otherwise they take a mile. There, there's. I think there's some substance to that. Um, I'm not sure if it works in every context, specifically like with James Bond context. You but can't I do change. Understand. You, you like. You cannot change the fact because okay, if you change the fact that James Bond is a dude yeah. and you make it a woman, then you you're changing. Are you changing the sexuality? Are they now gay and is still, still are they still seducing? Are they still now, a womanizer yeah. or is she a, and, or is she a, or is she picking up men? And a promiscuous woman is a completely exactly. different thing to a promiscuous man. Whether or not people want to admit it, there is a significant difference to a promiscuous woman and a promiscuous man, and it it speaks totally different things about the character of the person exactly and that's yeah. what i'm saying like you pull and if you point this out they're gonna be like oh you're just like yeah. you're you're just making that up that's not true but we know it is I, we understand that it, it's fundamentally different mm -hmm. how would you guys feel about john boyega <laughs> um no i i no no because my the, the Reg, two I'd, I thought, I'd rather have reggae reggae jean page looks more like what i imagine i'd rather I, I would much rather see idris elba well that's the thing is too old, too old. that's what they're saying about james bond is they there are certain people that are getting ruled out because they're too old he can't do it because the, when you sign on to do james bond you're not signing on to do one movie you're, you're signing, signing on, on to 10. do 10 to 12 <laughs> to yeah. 15 years as the character idris elba's 52 which means he'll be in his mid 60s yeah. by the time he's done they're so, casting him in his late 30s so i think then richard madden mm -hmm. No. Have you seen? No. Have you seen the TV show he was in, where he played a, a like secret agent? If we're talking Citadel, it is the worst show I have ever uh, seen in my entire okay, life. Okay, so first of all, Game of Thrones is where I primarily know uh, him from. Well, you and said his performance well, you over said, there. Yeah, but you said secret agent, and in that well, show, yeah, but he doesn't I wasn't, cut it. I wasn't talking about that show. No. 
Okay. Um, there's one that I can't remember the name of it where he's on a train. It might be a movie, actually. Um, but no, he did an amazing job in that role. I don't want to miss it. He looks too much like Sebastian Stan anyway. Oh, my so God. I, fine. Sebastian Stan, then. Not him either. What? No. Uh, you are simply... No, nobody uh, can make you happy. No, they can't. Like, like his... I, look, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, his name has been has been floated. He's a little bit too, like, dude, where's my bond? Like, he's he's kind yeah. of normal looking. Like Henry Cavill? Like, too bulky. Would have to lose some of his muscle mass. He yeah. has to look more like an every like an everyman. But I'd take him over Richard Madden just yeah. because... Uh, Cavill's done well as the bad guy in but, a couple of well, he was also, movies. But he, yeah, was he was in The Man from U.N.C.L.E. I yeah, think. he was in The Man from yeah. U.N.C.L.E. And, but then he was also in Mission Impossible yeah. 6, where he was a good bad guy. In fact, that's the mustache that ruined the Justice League movie. Yeah. He, the, you know that, that, that mustache that got ruined the, when you see it in the Justice League where they have to really that badly? Was, that was the That mustache. was because that was um, in Mission Impossible. It was in his contract that he had to keep it. He couldn't shave it. Yeah. So they had to CGI around it, and they did a really bad job of that. Yeah, like uh, I, I just I don't like Richard Madden for that let's role. Just, let's just merge two and do a Mission Impossible Bond where Tom Cruise is Bond. <laughs> I'm, dude, I'm Problem so down. solved. So down. <laughs> like, so so uh, Tom Cruise, you say? Uh, I support this idea. <laughs> All right, uh, what else do we got here? Where, where did uh, we leave off on? We got um, Gabby. Gabby Hayes says for the boys. Thank you. The boys. And boys. Yeah. Boys. Um, Greg Duvier said, I am guessing, Brett, you get a vacation when Mary comes back. Um, I, no, <laughs> not, no, uh, like not really. I mean, I could, but it was like, there, there would have to be a lot of work going into making sure the show can still, uh, we'd have to, Phil will, maybe Phil will take my spot someday and, and run the show. <laughs> We'll we'll have Phil do it, but uh, I, I'm going out. I'm going to be going out of town over Fourth of July weekend. I'm going to be going home, so we may miss the fifth. Fantastic holiday. Um, yes, one of the best. And then let's do one more. Ryan Hinnard, and then we will move on. Sure. Uh, Ryan Hinnard said, "Children old enough to be unsupervised should have a firearm, firearm training, and a job." Perfect. I don't know how old you guys were when you were allowed to be unsupervised, but I think I was like ten, maybe eight. Well, well, oh, and no. your parents were like, "Get a job, slacker." I actually I got a job as soon as I could. I was I was 15, but yeah. like it was because I wanted well, to have my own money. What do you mean by unsupervised? Unsupervised at home? I yeah. you know, I was well, probably oh. 13 or 14. Unsupervised, yeah. like out, like riding my bike around the block and stuff like that. Like eight, yeah, nine. I think they mean like left at home. Oh uh, yeah, all right. Well, yeah. I mean, okay. I was. I mean, I was left home alone at age like seven. Yep. No, that was, I, my parents never would have done I that. I think. I'd have, I'd have blown the house up. <laughs> uh, oh, they're talking about, yeah, Man from, I completely forgot about Man from Uncle. I need it's to go back and, I need to go back and rewatch that. All right. Let's hold off. Actually, you know what? Let's do one more. Oh, We're getting a little bit behind sure. from Hiroshima yeah. uh, Otaru. Hiroshima uh, Utaru said, uh, climate catastrophe has been a thing since the 1800s. Yeah. There you go. Yes. <laughs> uh, Chan Thomas, Charles Hapgood, those guys. In the uh, 1900s. Uh, and in the chat, they're saying, is Mary busy on the Whatever podcast again? No, no, no. Mary's, uh, Mary is on vacation taking yeah. a well earned she's, she's done owning all the ladies on Whatever and yep. making them all, you know, out to be the hussies that they were. And now she's, she's taking a much, much more vacation. Someone made some remark about, uh, the, about the women that go on there. And I, I, I understand that they look terrible <laughs> uh, because they do. Uh, they do it to themselves, and I. There are people that I think it was Ashley St. Clair. She's like it's pretty exploitative, and and I do think that there's there's some some justification to that perspective, but 
they still go on there intentionally. Well, they're, they're already most of the girls that go on there have an OnlyFans that they're trying to promote anyways. They're, they're not expected to be all that bright, you know. They're they're playing a role. It's not so. if anything they're exploiting the system to better. It's just we don't a lot of people don't approve of what it is they're exploiting it for. Yeah. They're making their own business decisions. That's a mm -hmm. conscious choice on their on their brand on yeah. on their mind to uh in their mind to push a brand. It's, it's just that yeah. the brand is something that a lot of people that work in this space or live in this space might take issue with. It's probably a terrible idea to do to go on there and allow people to make complete fools of 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 uh, of your make people allow people to make a complete fool of you but it's not just the girls i mean i know destiny went on there and destiny's been getting torn apart by a lot of people on the internet so it's not just young ladies you know i haven't watched it there was uh one of the clips i saw i haven't watched a full episode of the show at all but one of the clips i they're saw like forever they're like five hours yeah. you're never gonna one that i saw was one of the like tate style guys who's you know like yeah. look at me with my money and everything mm -hmm. And there was a, a woman who seemed to be more conservative who was asking him, like, well, you know, why, why shouldn't you be faithful to a woman and everything? And he was he couldn't answer. And I was like, man, they just people on both sides look bad on this yeah, show. Yeah, I mean, the, men, the, women and conservatives, liberals, like everybody looks terrible. They're all just entitled and narcissistic for the most part. Yeah. Not I to say that about Mary, to be clear, like, but like it's not everybody. most of the people I've seen. It isn't everybody. That's true. I mean, there are people that fare better and fare worse. But again, like, you know, it's it just like you said, the the the. The Tate kind of dudes, the the red pill guys, or whether it be you know someone like Destiny. It's always kind of a caricature of. Uh, yeah, you know, there's there's people talking about all the the chicks that or all the dudes that his, his wife has banged or whatever. Oh, no. Yeah, and, apparently, I, I, don't, I don't even think that she has. I think that that they have a polyamorous some kind of oh, thing or whatever. And I could she never. sleeps with other girls or whatever is the deal. I don't know what it is. Not it's not for me. It's not my. Could not be I me. don't care. But the point is. It's an equal opportunity clowning event. You yeah. go on there, you talk about your personal life, and people are going to make memes about it. People are going to make jokes about it. So, so is the is the exposure worth the the memes? That's what you have to decide. Is the exposure you're going to get for it worth the clowning that you're going to get later? I Unless mean, you're like a lot of people do not do that calculation very well. No, no. <laughs> uh, and not everybody is like like Mary's the smart one who's there, who's principled, intelligent, is well spoken, and can make her views heard in a cogent manner. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them just haven't had the experience in doing that and don't realize, especially when you're put up against somebody yeah. who does have strong morals does have uh, a strong belief in right and wrong and can explain it in a very very intelligent manner that's a that's a very very difficult person to go up against when you're trying to explain a lifestyle that you don't even yourself understand well enough to be able to explain it to other people uh so you know and then then you get mary who just makes them all look bad because she's just smarter than all you of know them. all right let's move on shall we so um do not Leave your daughters alone with any of these men that we are going to talk no. about. First things first, Arnold, uh, Arnie, the governator, I'm now calling him the gropinator. I, I like that better. He says, groping women was wrong. It was bullish. Forget all the excuses. It was just wrong, he says. Well, I'm glad he's come to that conclusion now, 20 20 years later you yeah know, is it hard is, does it ever feel like a fever dream to anyone that this dude was the governor of california <laughs> a republican governor of, of california might i add considering reagan was also a governor of california they have a tendency to do this so i'm not too shocked so but they'll, like, they'll, they'll, they'll they'll pick republicans but just as only long as they're if they're famous. actors yes okay for, <laughs> uh the gipper and the groper that's what we've got here somebody should make ah. that movie although reagan might have been a democrat when he was governor of california i don't know i, don't know. I wasn't around so it says, he says uh it says in netflix's upcoming 
Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary series called Arnold, the actor and former California governor somewhat apologizes. I like that. He's like, he's somebody. He's like, he half apologizes for groping women in I'm the past. I'm sorry. <laughs> Five days before the 2003 California governor's election, the LA Times published a report in which six women accused him of groping and humiliating them. He said at the time the reports were made up and he never grabbed anyone. Well, that's just a lie. I'm sure he's grabbed plenty of people. I saw him pick up John Connor at least once. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying. Although he admitted he behaved badly sometimes in the past. This is what his quote says. He says, my reaction in the beginning, I was kind of defensive. Well, I wonder why. Uh, he says, now, uh, now in the three-part Netflix documentary, today I can look at it and kind of say it wasn't really, it doesn't really matter what time it is. If it's Muscle Beach in the, if it's Muscle Beach 40 years ago or today, that was wrong. It was bullshit. Forget all the excuses. It was just wrong. It's wrong. It is bullshit. I did not grow up. I did not. I did not. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. Uh, oh, hi, Mark. Uh, I, I get it. Like, it's it was wrong back then. It, it is wrong. But, I mean, I really feel like it's like you're you're coming out and saying this stuff now when it's extremely safe yeah. for him. Like, yeah, well, it's I mean, no longer like, how a problem old is he? for him. 75? He's in his yeah. late 70s. Yeah. I mean, he's not. It's like, what? he's not going to lose anything. He's, he has nothing to... There's nothing riding on him <laughs> saying this, so... It's not like a brave thing for him to come yeah, out and be like, I'm and, sorry that I lied in the past when it actually affected me. You know, from what I understand, it's not like it was like, <coughs> it wasn't like a, a aggravated rape or anything. It's like if he's, you know, groping people, touching people against their will, that's assault and it's bad. I'm not trying to make excuses, but, you know, it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty safe environment for him to say that it's bad now yeah. as opposed to, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's good that he's that he's saying it's bad, but it also feels yeah. very manufactured that like mm -hmm. this was a way for them to make him somehow still the good guy despite yeah. doing something wrong. The uh, the other thing that I thought was interesting about this is it, it says a lot about the news cycle in our on our politicized climate. So it says uh, when he announced he was running for governor. So it says personally, I was surprised that it didn't have more of an effect on the election. I thought that more people would be uh, would be offended themselves. Uh, says a Los Angeles Times reporter, Carla Hall. When Arnold announced he was running for governor, the staff of the L.A. Times immediately went into high gear to start looking into stories that we had heard about for years, but no one actually investigated them fully. So what that tells me ladies and gentlemen is that if you have been attacked by a, a famous man they're only going to care if you are then choosing to run for office uh, there's listen there's i a mean really, we saw this with a bunch of politicians recently there's a really gross perspective that that might be i might have something to do with it there's a lot of people that look at that kind of stuff and still think eh, you know it's not that big of a deal and when i say a lot of people i mean a lot of women that also are kind of like eh, it's not that big of a deal so well, also the last two presidents to be elected had people accuse them of sexual assault mm -hmm. like whatever happened to Terry. it's become it's become mm -hmm. like a whole strategy now that like you hold on to that yep. until the person runs for office which mm -hmm. is just mind-boggling like no that that's something that should be handled immediately this you, is a legitimate crime don't just if you're the media don't just it, sit on it because you can it doesn't help that all the stuff that that happened to justice or all the accusations that went to justice kennedy and all of that stuff when it seems like all of that was nothing it, again i don't know for sure but that's what it seems like there's that it was all just manufactured because they didn't want him to be confirmed 
Um, and so then it just becomes cynical politics. And so people are left. All right. Is this real? Is this just someone playing politics? Is or it, is this is, Justice Kavanaugh where there's suddenly a, a dorm exactly. room full of people running? Yeah. The, yeah, exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, like so it's, it, so it, it those kind of stories hurt the credibility of all people that would say, hey, I was I was a victim or whatever. And and it's it's a bad thing but it's it's a reality that we live in I, t- I but i have a problem with the media claiming to be on the side of fighting for good that's they like yeah. to f- they frame it that way right yeah well how many movies did he work on mm-hmm. between this time that they just let go until he decided that they decided it was a worthwhile risk to put this dude mm-hmm. if we're taking if we're looking at it from their perspective not from another person's perspective they see him as a some type of predator they need to do something about it they need to go talk to the media about it how many movies did he work on how many women did he work alone with before they decided that him running for governor was enough of an impetus to start the uh, conversations but that's the thing i mean again like not only I, I, there's another angle to think about here which is that yeah it's ridiculous that they've been hurting hearing these rumors for years and not acting on it and then they finally do and they're like man this really didn't have the impact we expected it to but here's the thing about governors they can be impeached you can take them out of office so if you genuinely believe that this was a problem and not something that was just expedient for you politically then you should have continued to investigate it and continued to dig up dirt and kept reporting on it. Mm. That, like, if if you are certain that somebody did this and they are currently in office, you shouldn't be like, ah, well, we tried. No, keep pushing. And he's, like, he's an actor. So there, it's not like this is not something that would have gotten you headlines. If we're taking the cynical mm-hmm. approach and what they want is headlines, it's not like they wouldn't have gotten the headlines from him being an actor, not just a dude who's running for office. You could still say, look, Terminator accused of crime. Terminator. I, I think that the, t- mm-hmm. the time has something to do with it too because there was a time where if you were an actor, like I think in the 90s, it was. It, it's likely, if you, especially early 90s, late 80s, if someone had accused... Arnold Schwarzenegger of, of groping them, I think that there would have been a whole lot of, oh, brushing it aside and, and yeah. bought from both men and women. I, you know, whether or not that's the right course of action, you know, yeah. is, is not the case. I think that that's just the, the, would have been the reality. So I did look up what the articles that came out at the time mm-hmm. were. And I think the problem might be that they, they do say stuff like women say Schwarzenegger groped, humiliated them. And I'm like, I feel like a better article title would have been The Gropinator because that would have gotten people to click. Yeah, people would have actually looked at it. And then people would have looked at it and read it, whereas for this, people might be like, ah, somebody's just accusing another celebrity of something. Like It does. It does sensationalize. You come out and you're like, you know, The Gropinator, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Predator. (laughs) uh, Because now we're we're getting multiple movies involved. Pictured here with his good friend, Harvey Weinstein, just hanging out. I, I, I agree with you and I understand what you're saying, but I think that that's... It's probably not a good thing. No, like, you're, no, you're, you're probably you, you need to have like an ironclad case, yeah, like the groping, <laughs> the predator. You have to be able to go into a court and prove that. Yeah. But at the same time, like if National Enquirer can say it. But did you see that Danny Masterson was just convicted after 20 years of of uh, R word of something that happened 20 years ago? Um, and a lot of people believe that it's just like Scientology getting back at him because they think he was like trying to get his way out. I so. have been told a few times recently on my channel that I really should not do anything about Scientology. Like, 
at all because somebody asked they were like could you look into scientology and i went oh sure and then a whole bunch of people were like don't, don't look do into it do not do not they will they will kill you they, like, want, they will they end your you career do... they will they will lie about you they will come after they will dig up every piece of dirt and i was like okay yeah. i'm a little more scared of scientology now than i am the government yeah because like, well you know we're safe here because i'm a tom cruise stan and since tom cruise is a scientologist i'm a lot i'm probably giving a free pass no, that's probably not true. Uh, but like, as far as I'm concerned, the media shame on them for always claiming the moral high ground when it's pro when it's proven time and time again that your supposed moral high ground absolutely has strings attached, and what you care about is headline and making copy and what's going to play the best to your audience. And I have no problem with that. I have a problem with you doing it under a veil of supposed moral superiority. Mm -hmm. That that bothers me. That's just my personal take on it. Yeah. Also, um, what other movies like? Uh, so so we've got the Predator. Predator. We got uh, the Gropenator. There, there's so many. Like uh, like, um, can we work Kindergarten Cop in there? But I don't think he was accused of anything that would involve no. that. So. Uh, he was in the Expendables. Can you? It's, uh, can you do anything with that? I don't um, know. There's <laughs> Arnie, man, I, I now I'm gonna have to go back and, and watch yeah, like, yeah. Uh, uh, like there was a we had a crisis party sound effect one week that was oh also I have a picture in my room of uh, it's Calvin and Hobbes but Calvin is uh, Dutch and Hobbes is the predator and it's Calvin with a little uh, squirt gun saying get to the chopper it's it's amazing nice it's amazing all right uh, and speaking of other people that we should probably oh Conan not the Destroyer. There, oh, there you go. Oh, All right, we got to move on. I'm we sorry. Gotta, let's go. All right, guys. Uh, if, Raw deal. If, if we're uh, talking Jesus. about somebody else that you don't want to leave your daughters or wives alone with, we are going to talk about the lead singer of Rammstein, right? Right? Yeah. How do you pronounce it? Till. Romstein. No. Oh, Romstein. I, I Romstein, say, Romstein is, if you want to say it like the Germans, I guess it's that's how like I Romstein, said. but I, I mean, I would say it Romstein. Because yeah. we, like, we'd say like, we have Romstein Air Base. Here in yes. America. So, like, there. So, it says No, Rammstein of, Air Base is in Germany. It, but I'm saying, but it's an American Air Base yes. set, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is it so, named after the yeah. band? Go on. I have no idea. <laughs> Uh, that would be amazing. So it no, says it's not named after the bank. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> oh, we had twenty dollars. You never know. We have a twenty dollar one here from Clint Torres. Says ever since Arnold said screw your freedoms in regard to COVID oh. policies, I have no interest in anything he says. You can take the Austrian Austrian out of Austria, but you can't take the authoritarian out of an <laughs> out of an Austria out of an Austrian. And listen, Germany has produced a lot of terrible ideas. So okay, so the lead singer's name is Till. Yes. Of Romstein. Mm -hmm. And he is accused of very bad things by this woman. Uh, and it says Twitter user Shelby Lynn, 24, accused Linderman, age 60, and his crew of her Twitter and Instagram, uh, on her Twitter and Instagram accounts, claiming that her drink was spiked with drugs when the Irish fan attended the band's gig in Lithuania in what they call Row Zero. Uh, and that's where this story gets really interesting because it seems as if they just find these beautiful women for Row Zero and they and they bring them up there. It says Row Zero is the name of uh, given to a special restricted space directly in front of the stage reserved for a group of women chosen by a person identified by Lynn as Elena Makiva. Makiva, whose Instagram account reads casting director. Mm. I'm sorry. It's not I'm good. I'm sorry. Uh, this is awful. Uh, it's really bad. Um, 
Like you're you're really you're leaning into it, lady. Like you're 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 Ghislaine Maxwell. The casting up. director yeah. was a little on the nose. Yeah, reportedly uses social media to recruit young women for Row Zero, so participants can celebrate with the musicians before or after the show. Well, how do you define celebrate? Right. Uh, well, uh, well. Also, the fact that the question "How old are you?" was asked. First question she asked: like, "How old are you? Where are you from?" Bugged me a little bit. Yep. Wait, why does that bug you? Because uh, she's making sure that they're old enough, so there's it, absolutely sexual intentions. Yeah. Like, that, yeah, but isn't it better than like being like, okay, we're just gonna grab anybody? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, mean, I guess you, you have be a grabbing point there. any. You shouldn't be grabbing anyone <laughs> yeah. specifically if it's just women. Like, are they are they bringing men there too? Why? Uh, I'm saying, like, is it just specifically for the purpose of sex? Okay, so the purpose of it's pr uh, as a person that ha is in a band and has yeah. been around stuff like that. It is not. It is not like. These women are going to, well, I'm, I'm not, I can't speak for them, but it is likely that it was not, okay, backstage, now take your clothes off. Right. It is more than likely these are attractive women, put these attractive women in a place where the guys in the bands and on the tour can actually interact with them without having other dudes around that are going to take up their time. Because I tell you what, if you're a dude in a band and you want to meet a girl or want to go talk to someone... If you are talking, if you are trying to talk to a girl, there will be dudes that are way more aggressive than any of the girls yeah. will be, and they will take up all of your time. Okay. So if the if the guys in in Rammstein are just like bringing them to a place where they where they can actually talk to them, that's one thing. Yeah. Then you get into a totally different thing of are they putting stuff in their drinks? Well, yeah. that but obviously is. Yeah. is beyond it's not even a question you know what i mean so here's what she says <clears throat> says elena makiva invited her to join on row zero i sent her a message on instagram last week asking her how on earth to get to the after parties and that i would like to be considered she asked my age and where i was from and when i confirmed she sent me a link to the whatsapp to a whatsapp group says lynn says she was invited to a party during which she met lindemann uh, who wanted to have sex with her. The front man reportedly acted aggressively when Lynn refused his advances. She suspects that he that her drink was spiked and she has no memory of part of the evening and was left bruised after the concert. She also claims to have vomited for 24 hours after the gig. And this is made worse, as we talked about earlier, by the lyrics from his poem. Very bad. I've heard stories, but I don't, you know, I don't know the guys, so... So did, did you have the poem pulled up there that he uh, read? Yes, oh, I grabbed a second. Sorry, I had her Twitter account pulled up. Yeah. I was just looking through some of this stuff. She What's said. her name again? Uh, Shelby Lynn. It's Shelby um, Lynn 69666. Yeah, on, the, on... the poem thing is that uh, in 2020, uh, I guess a, a, Lin, a poem that Lindman released, I uh, read at some point, I like to sleep with you while you sleep, a bit rofinol in a glass of wine. <sighs> You can't move at all, and you sleep. It's a blessing, oh, which boy. is really uh, there's no charitable way to read that. No, not really. That that is quite literally. I like to date assault women. Yeah, like. And what? And what do you like in in this case? Like, what do you do? Like, do you pro like? Are they even going to be able to prosecute them? He lost his book deal. He had a, yeah. he had a publisher for a book deal. His book deal, his publisher has pulled out. There's no proof here of it that he did anything. German speech laws are very different from yeah. ours. There, I, I don't know. I don't know. I know politically, there's certain stuff that you can get arrested for saying over there. Yeah. I don't know when it comes to this kind of thing how much creative license there is for an artist. 
But I wouldn't be totally surprised if there is a law in Germany that would allow him to be at least fined or something. But the thing is, this is... Or to allow this to be used as evidence. It also says, like, I don't know the the actual demographics of the room. It says she suspects that her drink was spiked. Does that mean that he spiked it? Does that mean that how many people were in that room? Yeah, so, again, putting it on, accusing one person is really tough. Um, She, if she was... If she felt like she was assaulted, then obviously right after she should have got a rape kit, you yep. know, just to, to make sure. Um, and it's it's one of those things where unless you have evidence, you know, what are you going to do? She's saying that she that this happened, but she's not even making an accusation against anyone in particular other than, hey, I went backstage to a party and it seems like I was drugged and I was sore afterwards. And that's the information that we have right now. So to blame any individuals, I don't see how you could. Is he held responsible because he's the lead? The it, lead it, it could totally just be like, you know, he, he was hitting on her and she turned him down. Yep. And that was the last thing that she remembers. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's an awful situation to be in for her. Uh, especially not knowing and stuff. So, But there are more here. It says, Lynn's testimony has triggered more reports which have revealed that her case could be a part of a systematic process of abuse. Uh, the woman uh, says, German public broadcaster NDR and Daily, I can't pronounce that, published an exclusive report with more than a dozen testimonies of women who experienced mirror Shelby Lynn. So they're saying there's more, there's multiple women yeah. who are saying that this has happened. The report uncovers a process to, re- to recruit attractive young women. That's obviously... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details what that uh, Makiva lady was doing mm-hmm. earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of them as young as 22 at, as participants in after-show parties who are reportedly offered alcohol and I have a problem with, the, with being as like young that as, as young as 22. 22. It's like, look, you're an adult. They're, you're an adult. A, yeah, that's an adult. That, like, it, like you're a grown-up and you, you don't get to have this like, sometimes I'm a grown-up and sometimes I'm not. And that's something that if I've seen people doing more and more in these contexts it's like oh this person's you know 24 23 22 whatever it's they like, were just 22 yeah that's like, an adult like yeah. there, there's that no does qu- not make it okay if somebody violated exactly you, but, it, but it absolutely it it speaks to the decisions and the, the situations that you put yourself and in especially with american culture yeah. you know we've we've kind of created for ourselves a little period where you're an adult but there's still kind of a a buffer where well, we all look we at college, like when you're 18 to 21 where yeah. it's like okay these people are adults but they might not have the maturity of an adult with experience there in the is, world like that's we've true, kind but, of created a pseudo but once barrier you're, there. once you're over once you're old enough to go into bars once you're 21 yeah that's what once, i mean you know, once you're like, once you're past that, that you had four years yeah you can't you can't sit there and be like oh it was this young person it's like look that's just trying to 
that's a trying kind of trying to add a context that doesn't it's actually bad enough exist. on its own. it's bad yeah, enough exactly. on its own the crime is bad enough Ex on its own it doesn't need yeah. to matter that yeah. they're just over the age of 21 the crime yeah. is bad yeah exactly. that's what matters the other thing that's did you if see were the like story? In, as young as 18 yeah. then i'd be like you know and it's mm. like if you're like oh well you shouldn't go out that late you're only 21 oh look out it's gonna be all uh, you know all yeah. hell's gonna break loose so you, you can't have it both ways you either have to be an adult with agency and granted it's arbitrary the these are these are arbitrary ages and stuff like that, and yep. and you may the disagree. Brain stop, doesn't stop developing until you're 25. Yeah, you or may disagree about yeah. when it is, but we do have to make an arbitrary decision, and you cannot have it both ways. Yep. Once we've decided on something as a society, like whatever it may be, you ca you can't have it both ways. You have to ha be like, okay, this is where the line is. This is what we have to work with. You know. Do you see that um, Al Pacino's? Uh, got a 29 year old girl pregnant. The, oh, the and my favorite part of that is they're like he's a, like he's like he's they're like he's taking advantage of her. I'm like he's closer to dementia. There, it's more likely that the 30 year old woman is taking <laughs> yeah, advantage yeah. of him. Yeah, like, like I don't know what you're talking is about. She, but, is, but is she worth like, 20, 30 they're, million they're or whatever? Yeah. Some, one of the articles called her a 29 year old teenager. Huh? I'm not kidding you. Unreal. Unreal. Uh, like, like they're like they're Unreal. they're basically conflating. As a the 25 year old, I'm insulted. Exa exactly. You like. eat, again, and it's you eat, and it's all. Of, it's like you can you can't make these arguments unless you're going to be able. Uh, you're going to accept arguments of you're only 25 years old. You shouldn't be allowed to do this. Yeah. You're only 22 years old. You shouldn't. Be, no, 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 no. That never happens. There's never a limiting principle about the agency that someone has when they're at an age if they're looking to do something there's only a limiting principle when it's when it's someone that's older and you know it's only a, a limiting principle when it's a situation where they are are talking about their age as as a uh, uh, as a bad thing back in the day i feel like when when anna nicole smith was you know like that was when they would look at her as the as the person who was clearly using the old guy for his money mm -hmm. nowadays i don't think that that same logic would apply i think that they would treat her as the victim now and Possibly. say like i i think society's shifted in that anna respect. nicole smith too like that guy was 80. not he was not moving no. fast no. that dude was not there was Eating, all there the was viagra, no all the viagra in yeah. the world wasn't helping that dude like it, it just wasn't uh and in fact there was an episode of i don't remember it was at las vegas where this guy basically says like he gets out of prison at he wins a settlement he's like 80 years old or and he gets out of prison for like wrongful conviction gets all this money and he's dating like a 21 year old or something like that and they're both very clearly using each or like mm -hmm. she's using him and he's like like this guy's friend goes like you know she's using you for your money right he's like good luck i'm giving it all to charity he's like but i'm going to enjoy it while it lasts Who like, cares, like right? yeah like uh so this is what it goes on so cynthia a it's a pseudonym then age 22 remembers a concert in 2020 well that was during COVID. then now now they're just breaking COVID protocols if that's going on <laughs> now now i'm really upset uh during which lindemann beckoned her to join him backstage she recalls being taken into an adjoining room for a sexual encounter that she couldn't refuse i thought Oh my God, this hurts. Let's hope it's over soon. She says, "Everything happens so quickly." Then violently. that's rape. Yes. Th yeah. That. Although I am a little confused on the wording there because the way it's worded makes it sound like she was like, "Oh well, I can't say no to this," yeah. which I'm annoyed with the journalist at that point. Did he, but like, well, I'm, did this, he forcibly keep you? Yeah. In the room? Did he? Was it that you literally were incapable of refusing? Because in that case, that that's rape. Yeah. Should have gone. That is. And it, and it's clearly right. There's no two ways yeah. about it. If you can't refuse, like if you, that is coercion, like the, the and and the way that this is being framed is not 
really like it's rape, but yeah. it kind of is. It's just all the way that it's being reported is all really, really, really bad. Yeah, I've, also, I feel like they buried the lead on that one because of what is said here, that seems to be the worst thing. That, yeah, it would be. Like, maybe it's because it was an anonymous... Uh, you know somebody who reported it yeah, anonymously, like but it's, it's but I will say I, a pseudonym. I I do want to you know say one thing because I I know people tend to have the question you know well why didn't you go get a rape kit like why didn't you go to the police like when you have been put through that it is extraordinarily difficult to come forward and not necessarily because it's going to be a hard process it will the actual prosecution process but because the second anybody finds out you reported it you hear horrible things about yourself yeah. from people you've known for your entire life because yeah. people don't want to believe it all the time so for a lot of people they don't come forward not because they think that nobody will get prosecuted but they're afraid of that social blowback and some people even have panic attacks when they talk about it like yeah. so i do want to i do want to say that that i think it's important to not get get on anybody for not reporting it because it is just yeah. kind of a but it can be so devastating then the then the hard part is like then they want to speak out later, mm -hmm. but then you worry. But then they have to worry about libel. Yeah, because which is the, they, that, if that's they the thing say, is the, the people who falsely report and the people who talk about it like yeah. you know, as if this is somebody looks at them wrong and they're like I was assaulted. Like those people really make it hard for everybody else who actually is a victim to get justice. Yeah. It's uh, and I like my the joke and it's not it's it's a very very bit of dark humor but I'm just like every '80s rock star wakes up has to wake up and just be like a holy like is today the day like like that who was it was it Aerosmith like uh, Steven Tyler got accused of something by a fourteen year old like or something like that like came out recently <laughs> like the, like they a lot of them have to live in just fear that something that they you know something that happened that long ago is going to come out about them and they're going to and they're going to be finally yeah especially if you're talking task. about dudes that are like in their 70s you know yeah they're like the 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 possibilities i mean look at like you know jerry lee lewis or whatever married a 13 year old his 13 year old cousin and it's like people were talking about that and like it was bad but it's like he still got away with it and they actually got married elvis like, married Pris uh, what's yeah. her name when they were uh not priscilla the, when she was 14 yeah or, teenagers or, or no they didn't marry when they were 14 like they were Dating she moved yeah. there at, at a very young and age, so, so and my point is that i'm not saying that that stuff is right but it is it is reasonable to say hey look the way that society behaved 50 years ago was different to the way that it behaves today and to be like 50 years ago when society accepted this this thing happened and now it's looked at as bad that's a pro that can be a problem that's not to say that if there was a rape 50 years ago yeah. that the rape is okay exactly it's talking about the way that People looked at consensual relationships. Yep. You know, it, there's there's Jerry one song Seinfeld. I will always point people to, which is that there is a song from the 1980s by the band Winger called Seventeen. Yeah, she's only seventeen, and the entire song was written by a 27 year old about hooking up with a 17 year old. Yeah. <laughs> like things were different. I'm not saying that was okay, but things were different. The things you could just openly say, like, well, I mean, the, whether or not it's okay is really something that because seventeen it, would have still been in most states would have yeah. still been a legal age of consent. Yeah. So it's so it's, it's, it's a more it's a little creepy a, though. Then it's a no. Then, well, this, like, then it's a, <laughs> the question of where your morality yeah. lies, and not a question of and, whether it was legal or not. And yeah. when and what and the time that's going on, you know, because yeah. nowadays it's like people are like, yeah, that is kind of creepy, but like, you know, thirty years ago. People weren't yeah, like, yes. oh, that's creepy. Yeah. They, it just wasn't thought of as creepy. Look at the then. way that they treat male 
teachers and female teachers differently. Whenever a, whenever a male teacher uh, has sex with a student, it's it's sexual assault, it's rape, it's all these things. Whenever a female teacher has sex with a male student, it's always called sexual yeah. misconduct, which is softening the blow of the language considerably. I, yeah, and there are a lot of people that talk about sexual assault against men, or, and when I say men, I mean young men, like or prob probably better to say teenage boys. Yeah. Um, and I get it, it's wrong, and I know that there are people that are going to push back on this, but I really don't think that it is as of, as much of a violation of a male as it is a violation of a female, right? Like if a, if a 25-year-old woman has sex with a 16-year-old boy, it is not the same type of violation that a 25-year-old man having sex with a 16-year-old girl would be. It is, and you people may not like it, and that's fine, but one is 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 really just seems like it is actually a coercive violation the other one a 16 year old boy is going to be diving in like he's going to beg but is it also like do you consider it that way because the 16 year old boy would have more of a physical capability of getting like we're not even talking about consent like we're talking about consent like what would have been construed as consensual from both of them like even though they can't legally consent they agreed to it in the moment i think part of it comes and part a, of a boy can get away from that situation easier than a girl can Maybe, but I do think that the repercussions of a male having sex are different to the repercussions of a female having sex. A woman could get pregnant, and that could oh. put her life in danger. A young girl had the the repercussions for a a a woman having sex are so much greater than for a male having sex. There's and also definitely a worry about physical violence. Well, when yeah, you, yeah. That sure. Man, that young men who are involved with older women don't have yeah but but i again it comes back to like the reason that people have a kind of a a, a gut reaction to you know to rape it, when it comes to raping a woman is because of the danger until only recently only the past 50 years right it's been dangerous for women to get pregnant there's the the possibility of 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 bleeding to death when you have kids like there's just a lot of yeah. significant problems that women have to face if they have sex and get pregnant that men just don't have to have and that is something that human beings know yeah. right they, it's just like you can't deny that women can die in childbirth yeah. you can't deny that if a woman has a baby she has to take care of the baby the man can split he can be a piece of garbage and run away but a woman doesn't really have that have that option and there is a significant you know and and i think that that is a significant factor into why we have such a a gut level like you can't do that to young women yeah. whereas with a young man it's like look you shouldn't do that and it might mess with the kid's head but it's not the same kind of danger that women wasn't, face wasn't there I still a, think they should be prosecuted the same from a constitutional fine. perspective that's fine wasn't that's this, fine wasn't there a case where like a, a teacher got pregnant from a student and then the kid had to pay alimony even though she was charged like afterwards like I could be misremembering that. Like a kid, like even though he was, uh, he was like a, he was a teenager. She was charged with statutory rape, but when she got out, he had to pay child support or something like possible. that. I feel like that was. I remember reading something like that. All right. Uh, so let's uh, actually before we go, I do want to read their statement, uh, Romstein's statement. So they said, with regard to the allegations circulating on the internet, uh, we can we can rule out the possibility that what is being claimed, we we can rule out. Maybe they mean we can't rule out the. The, play, the possibility that what is being claimed took place in our environment. 
Uh, we are not aware of any official investigations into this matter. That's about as boilerplate of a statement yeah. as you can make. So, you know. Also, what does that mean? We're not aware of any official, like, the, yeah. we're not aware of the police investigating it? Yeah. Uh, this is we can rule out, but I'm thinking they meant we can't. It says, with regard to the allegations circulating on the internet about uh, Vilnius, I'm guessing that was the location. Yeah. Uh, we can rule out the possibility that we that what is being claimed took place in our environment, they stated. We are not aware of any official investigations at this time. I feel like they meant can't. Well, Hank, not, uh, let me. Uh, yeah. With regard to the allegations, sorry, we can't. So that would be to them in Nets Kutierenden for. For Vorfen, Zuvelinius, Kuhnenvir. Yeah, there's. Uh, it doesn't look to me like there's any negative in that. So it would read, um, we can rule out, I no. think. So they're saying they're. Okay. Um, well, we'll have to wait and see, but it's uh, the lead singer. He lost his book deal and these things. And I and like I don't know about that. I don't know about the, the book publisher just dropping him because of that. But if more allegations have come out. You know, then we still get into the idea of like, well, he hasn't actually been proven guilty in a court of law. Do you deserve to lose all your endorsements and all of these things when we know that, you know, there are cases where people lie? We don't know if that's the case here, but it yeah. is worth at least considering. So, all right, guys, let us do some super chats. Got the next one up there. I believe we left off at, what did we leave off at? The Almighty Truffles. He says, uh, let me put that on here. He says, are y'all on Rumble? If not, why? Phil equals 10 out of 10. You're a 10 out of 10, Phil. Cheers. He thinks, you're, he thinks you're a perfect 10. I appreciate the uh, support. Thank you. Right. Uh, the Dexy guy says. Oh, hey, I know that guy. Oh, I well, know that username. You, you can read that sure. one. Sure. Oh, wait. No, I think we. I, I, oh, man, I missed a bunch, I think. Hold on. Uh, Hold on. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. No, the Dexy guy it says, I don't okay. know who Al Gore is. <laughs> At this point, I'm too afraid to ask. <laughs> uh, well, Al Gore, what a guy. Flo oh See, Florida was uh, controversial even before yeah. DeSantis took over. There was Isn't a whole... Florida supposed to be underwater now? Yeah, by now. Al Gore? Well, why were they all buying beachfront property? Uh, I, I have questions. No matter what your thoughts are on climate change, Al Gore was so out of pocket to say that the, like Manhattan would be underwater by 2018. No one has done more damage <laughs> to the argument for climate change yeah. than Al Gore. Like the whole movie, the inconvenient truth, all that stuff. You can you can go watch that movie and you can see all that stuff was all BS. None of it happened. He's a liar and he has done more damage to the climate mm -hmm. change agenda than any other human being alive. What a guy. Thank you, Al Gore. Sketch, we appreciate it. Sketch Therapy says, why is communism a fix for climate change, racism, and sexism? Because <laughs> what communism actually is is a an excuse to take away your freedom and your liberty. So if you can't buy a car that can produ produces too much CO2 or whatever, you know. All right. Uh, Ketama, Ketamono? Ketamono says... It's uh, it's like the populist the population bomb. It's been proven wrong so long ago, and they still believe it because it was written by an, a quote intellectual. <laughs> Who wrote the population bomb? Does anybody uh, know? That doesn't sound familiar to me. Know. I can look it up though. These uh these intellectuals. See, uh, what you got to do is you got to go and look up Jordan Peterson on Twitter because he's out of pocket on Twitter all the time. That's what you want your intellectuals to be. Jordan Peterson is actually pretty pretty hilarious on Twitter. He's, he get he gets some stuff wrong and he makes some uh he, he gets trolled a little bit. My too favorite easy, but... part is I picture him in his like in like his dual colored suits tweeting on his phone with his legs crossed, 
and and doing like this as he tweets, <laughs> like he does this, like you know, the head bob. Or like, <laughs> it's not obvious. The book has been criticized since its publication for an alarmist tone, and over the subsequent decades for inaccurate assertions and failed predictions. The right. Ehrlichs themselves stand by the book despite the flaws identified by its critics. With Paul stating in 2009 that perhaps the most serious flaw in the bomb was that it was too optimistic about the future, despite having predicted catastrophic global famines that never came to pass. Hate it when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wasn't there a... Really no, 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 no. The, the problem is that we were, too, we, we were too right that we were wrong. See, I think, the, I, I think what it is, is I think that in 2012, the Mayans actually did, but instead of ending the world, it just shifted the timeline. I, I, have, a, I have thoughts about 2012. What are your thoughts? Don't get me started. I think that the... the so in, in 2012... Uh, the NDAA repealed the Smo the Moot Smith, I think, uh, act. It, it, propaganda. It it updated yeah, the, the yeah it updated the uh, the the uh, federal government's ability to propagandize the American people just at the same time that the cell phone mm -hmm. was put into your pocket with the most powerful mind control device They're ever. They're like, here's the, your iPhone 4. Wait, listen. It was the like button is the most powerful mind control yeah, device. Yeah, it's that. That is what did it. So you give the government the authority to propagandize people and you give the social media uh, companies uh, incentive, which is just the government basically saying, look, we'll pump money into you. We'll give you uh, access to government you know, benefits and you end up with the government just pumping propaganda into people's brains via the cell phone wait i actually get to do it this time when it makes sense <clears throat> thanks obama yeah there exactly thanks obama uh carnell says if studios wanted to capitalize on a climate change narrative they'd make a they'd make a live action captain planet and with all the diverse planeteers they can drool over yeah yeah i haven't gone back and rewatched it i've been told that that is the wokest of the like if you rewatch it it's it's woke even for captain Mod planet yeah, yeah. It's, it's woke even for modern times let alone back when it came out so uh, Professor Dolt says Mr. Freeze needs an origin movie. I agree. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I wouldn't give Mr. Freeze a movie. I would give Mr. Free Freeze a TV show. Good idea. I would give him an eight-part series on HBO. Oh, sorry. Max. It's not HBO Max anymore. Uh, Irishimu Utaru says Aquaman 3. The Aquaman go Mr. Aquaman goes to Washington. <laughs> we could do that. Yep. That's that's really the the... That's where the, the arc should go. It should end up with him in a courtroom <laughs> fighting against oil companies I or something like I that. I can't oh, wait. Yeah. Uh, Corey Anderson says, hear me out. James Bond, James Bond played by Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> I, I mean, I'd, I'd take it. I, I think they should just... Uh, somebody else said... There's, should, a, there's a movie that is like a James Bond spoof that he's in. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, Mr. Bean? Uh, no. <laughs> it, um, Get Smart. No, I don't remember. What Get Smart's the Steve Carell yeah, one. But um, okay, no. There's um another person suggested uh, James Bond starring Monk, not Tony Shalhoub, Monk. So it's just James Bond, but it's with the character of Monk. Johnny English reborn. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Sir uh, Serenko Production says thanks for showing Luna again. Too bad Mary keeps missing out. Maybe third time's a charm. <laughs> Great job as always, Brett and guests. Thank you. Cheers. All right, let us hold off on the rest, and we will come back. Let's talk about Sydney Sweeney because this is crazy. I feel like if Mary was here, she would love this topic. Probably. She would love to talk about this. Sydney Sweeney recalls the time her dad and granddad walked out watching Euphoria. Well, I wonder why. 
right? Like, it says uh, Sweeney, who shot to a number of nude scenes as Cassie in Euphoria, uh, told today's Willie Geist that her father actually walked out of the room when he saw the show with her granddad. See, fatherless behavior. Even if you've got a dad, this is this is a problem. Like, if your if your dad was doing his job, I feel like Mary's argument would be. If your dad was doing his job, he would have raised you properly and you wouldn't have gone and done the nude scenes to begin with. That's my opinion. That's my uh, judgment on what I think Mary would have said. I have yeah, no probably. idea whether that's uh, if that's what she would have said. That sounds right. She says, I didn't prepare my dad at all. She laughed. It's hilarious when my dad is forced to look at me naked. Like... Yeah, it's not a laughing matter. Like, it's... I, I it's can, kind of a laughing matter. I, I can see... Well, here's the thing. Like... If you're sitting around with your friends having a beer, yeah. it can be a laughing matter. I feel like in the media, yeah. like that's a man with a reputation and his own friends and his own community. And he now has to deal with the way that this is going to backfire on him. Uh, and I also, like, I, I tell my parents when to not watch a show I've done. Like immediately after you I've done it. You get naked on camera a lot? Well, no, but if there's anything that I talk about that I like, feel like they probably wouldn't want to hear, yeah. then I'm like, hey, just so you know, this one's probably one to skip. I never warn my mom. You know what? You know <laughs> if I say things that are like off the hook or whatever, if I share some you meme. Society is, you know what Hollywood has really done? It, this, is my, this is my new conspiracy theory. I have long since believed that Hollywood does in fact want to promote the idea that you should have a chosen family and not a biological family, that you should mm -hmm. choose your chosen family over your biological family. You know how they're doing it with regular people? They're making it so they can't watch anything with their parents <laughs> without being worried about seeing naked people. Like if you can't watch anything with mom and dad because titties might come out of nowhere and you don't want to have the awkward thing where you both pretend like you're not looking at what you're looking at, well then yeah. you just stop watching things with your parents and it drives you apart and Hollywood yeah. gets to play their role in driving a wedge between you and your biological parents. This is Hollywood. This is Hollywood. I just, it's their fault. I just think it's like it's wild to me how prevalent sex scenes are in TV. It's so unnecessary most of the time too. Like yeah, almost I, all the time. I've written I've written scripts for two different TV shows and a movie. And at no point in any of them did I feel like a sex scene was necessary or even beneficial to the plot. Yeah. And in fact, I've actually written two movies and that one that the second one it was actually the first one I ever wrote, but it, uh, the whole plot is following these, these two characters on a camping trip. They're in college. It's a guy and a girl. They have feelings for each other. And I had the chance to write in a sex scene. It's a horror movie. Yeah. I didn't because I was like, I don't see any way in which this helps. I, I do wonder for the, like, I, I remember her grandma or like one of her grandparents basically said that she, I kid you not quoted, like saying like, she's yeah. got the best tits in the business. Like her own family said that. So, you know, the, whatever works, uh, it works for them. But the, like dad and, and, and grandpa walked out of watching it, but I feel like a warning might've been fair. Like, Hey dad, like this is not like they're just seeing a photo. This is you simulating stuff that you as a parent don't want to see your kid doing. Right. That seems like a, a thing you might want to warn them about. Yep. Thoughts, thoughts. Yep. Yeah. Uh, like you're saying you don't warn your, your mom when you say things that are out of pocket. And that's way different than, yeah. the, than what we're talking about there, here. There, there is, is almost zero chance of, uh, my wiener showing up in my yeah. mom's feed. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I, there's jokes I'll make. There's, you know, things I'll say, but I, there are certain things I would not do. 
She says, uh, my, my dad and grandpa turned it off and walked out, but my grandma, she's a big supporter of mine. Um, have, have you noticed a trend? Like, one of the things that I've noticed is, like, a lot of women in Hollywood, uh, they stay young by, like, it's like, oh, look at this middle-aged woman with her daughter. They're like twins, and they, they do photo shoots together, and it's, like, a way for the adult to, like, clutch, like, like hold on to their youth by seeing, like, oh, you look just, you're, you're, you look like sisters. You could, hmm. you could be the same age because it's a way to like delude themselves into thinking that they're younger than they are in a lot of ways. Maybe. Uh, I don't know if maybe the, like the parents speaking objectively, like I don't think this stuff will come back to bite her later in her career. If she leans into it, I, I don't know. I think Hollywood's going in a direction where maybe in the, in the nineties mm -hmm. doing stuff like this might've been a problem for you later on. But nowadays I don't think that Hollywood's going in a direction where this will have to work, where this will have to be a problem for her. If anything, unfortunately it might end up helping her later on. Probably. And it also bothers me because look in 20 years, we're going to have to wait and then we're going to get the article they're saying Sam Levinson coerced so-and-so into shooting these scenes and then I've got to listen to all the then who's lying were you lying when you were in your 20s and you're saying it was the greatest thing ever or are you lying now so that you can get more attention for your career as your beauty starts to fade and yeah. your career starts to fizzle out I don't know what side to take I just think both are annoying yeah, yeah. I, I think you at the very least got to be consistent you know with the, however you talk about it when it happens is should should be how you feel about it. Yeah, like it, how you feel about it now in your well, in your twenties should be how you feel about it in your fifties. If yep. no crimes were committed, if you were just if that's how you behaved in your twenties, fine, own it. Like, don't come to me twenty years later and say that you uh, regret doing or like you were coerced into doing it. In fact, I'll, I'll change it. You can regret doing them. I guess there's there's nothing wrong with saying like, look, I was wrong when I did these when I was younger. But when you start telling me that somebody like, oh, he had power over me by being the director, I'm like, I then don't do the then don't take the job. Do you remember the Joe Rogan bit from like 2016 where he was talking about Harvey Weinstein mm -hmm. and he was like, I am a sexist, but I'm sexist against men because if I had a son and Harvina Weinstein was like, and he was like, be like, do you, do you want to be Batman or not? Like, like, <laughs> I just remember that one. Like it, it every time this comes up. It's always in the back of my mind, Joe Rogan. <laughs> it's a never-ending cycle, too. For like, is that that's I get un, unduly annoyed when I read these articles because they're always glorifying it in their twenties, and then their forties and their fifties come along, and I'm hearing about how everything was bad back then. Like, how can it simultaneously be a sign of free expression and part of the sexual revolution and the freedom of women, and then also a crime? 20 years later, if you're not reporting mm -hmm. the crime when it happened, I don't know who to trust or who to believe. I just know that all of it is annoying. I am curious on your thoughts about this, though. Uh, which is worse, this Sydney Sweeney thing or MILF Manor? <laughs> um, I, don't, I know Phil's thoughts are probably Sydney Sweeney. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's a, I, I feel like pound for pound... Mil Actually, I have no idea. That, that's a like, <laughs> that's the thing. Is like, I feel like the like, Sydney Sweeney one is worse as an isolated incident. Yeah. But the sheer scale of MILF Manor. Mil MILF Manor is more incestuous and creepy. Like, yeah. MILF Manor is probably objectively worse. Yeah, probably. Like, <laughs> like, everyone knows that Hollywood is full of creepy people in charge that get people to do things that they may or may not want to do. And then it's our job to discern which ones actually wanted to yeah. do this stuff and which ones are just doing this for the promotion now, mm -hmm. which they will then eventually turn on its head later and say oh it was so bad it was this yep. it was that milf manor's bad all the time yeah like there's <laughs> there like there isn't a good version of milf manor no like not not really um 
And like that, it's so weird how like reality TV shows have been like more than anything in Hollywood. Reality TV show is coarsening the culture far faster. Between this and the show where they're doing uh, making kids look at naked adults for the sake of educating kids on different body types, yeah. like they're like they're, it's being used as a bludgeon and a weapon to be like it's not bad. It's just reality TV. Yeah, it's all bad. It's all bad. It's 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 all bad. Um. Okay, then then let me ask you this question. Have a daughter. Do you, do, do you ask for the warning beforehand? Yeah. Or do you, and do you yell at her after if she doesn't get the warning, if she doesn't give the warning? In both circumstances, yes. Yes. Bill? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being put in that position, right? Do, I, uh, even if it could be my friend, and I would be like, hey, can, can, if, if there's going to be a sex scene, can you warn me first? Because like... Heads up, please. Yeah, it's like... I may or may not want to see that. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's just, uh, I don't know, man. Like, like it's the, with the boys. I'm going to be like, you better watch, but like, you know, you know. <laughs> it just, it just boggles my mind. Cause I read stuff like this and it's like, I just can't imagine having that conversation with my, with my dad. It's just, no, just no, I don't know. With the lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh man, it's uh, her. She's an interesting case though because she seems to lean into these roles and really, really yeah. like it. So if she's making it part of who she is as an actress. It is what it is. No, she's playing reality winner. The, Apparently, the NS. They look. You want to talk about winning the casting lottery? Like you know, the the the, the actor always looks better mm-hmm. than the person. Well, this is a fantastic example of that. Of somebody who like reality winner is an look up like reality, reality winner is not. She's just not. I'm not saying she's ugly. She's just definitely not Sydney Sweeney. That is for sure. And I felt bad because I didn't even know who that was. I had no idea about the reality winner what, thing until. What was her thing again? She was a. Uh, uh, she released classified information. Oh, uh, okay. Also, actually, speaking of casting, I want to put this up here. These were my um, guys. Uh, I, I recently, because uh, Elizabeth Holmes just started her prison sentence. Did you see that? That mm-hmm. she, she's finally in jail. She's probably hawking a fake blood product to, to the people in jail now in the yard. Well, if they ever make another um, another movie about Elizabeth Holmes, these are my casting choices. I give you uh, down-to-earth Elizabeth Holmes on the top, and then I give you smoking hot Elizabeth Holmes on the bottom. The top one is Robin Weigert. The bottom one is Alona Tal. Those are different people. So it just proves that uh, with a little bit of makeup, you can look like anybody, right? I, True. No, no, I don't agree with that. <laughs> Maybe not you, but with uh, a lot of makeup, with a lot of makeup, look like look like I mean, at that point, you go with CG. Yep, yeah, true. That. All right. Uh, the point, the fact of the matter is, if you're going to be in a sex scene, let yeah. your parents know I ahead of time. Do you think it's a little odd with that specific one that she's like, people are sexualizing the character? I haven't seen much of the show, but the people sexualizing the character are the writers. Yes, which bugs me because this is a show about high school students. Yep. Like, listen, high school students hook up with each other. They do. It happens. But as an adult, you're supposed to kind of like turn a blind eye to it when you're writing. Yeah. Like. Also, just make them college kids. Yeah. Just just write a, write a story about. Or at the very least, make sure they're all 18. Yes. When you're having the like. Yep. 
All right. Uh, we got some super <laughs> chats there. Let us move on. All right. Uh, what are we... Was, was this commies that we left off at? Or did we leave off at Dexy? Scrolling up. There we are. This is the Almighty Truffle says... Oh, no, we read that one. Are y'all on Rumble? De the Dexy guy says, I'm going to gaslight my friends at Ramstein Air Base now. <laughs> Air Force Base now. Gaslight all of them, my friend. Good. Uh, Rhaegar Targaryen says, change the band name to Cosby Stein. <laughs> Uh, oh Cosby no! Steam. Oof, that's that's not good. No. That's that's bad. I mean, yeah. considering uh, no, wait, consider call them, call them Weinstein. Considering what they're being accused of, Ramstein works well enough. <laughs> Harvey Ramstein. Harvey Ramstein. There you go. Perfect. Flight to cover. <laughs> Sketch, mm. Sketch therapy says too young. I don't even know what that is. X E Q X. Am I? Am I? Wait, what? Somebody want to help me with this one? Which X -Q -Q -X? one? XEQX? Yes, XEQX. Oh. I can't even... Too young for XEQX? I, I think that that's... At 24, I'm guessing they're saying... I, I think it's just supposed to be sex. Okay. Yeah. At 24, yes. too young to vote at 24. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's fair. Al, uh, Rhaegar Targaryen also says, Al Gore is the man who invented the internet. That is true. I yeah, know that that is a did. fact. I've, I've seen that fact. He checked. invented the internet. Yep. Corey Anderson says, can we get Ronnie Radke on the IRL? Who's Ronnie Radke? Uh, lead singer of Falling in Reverse. Okay. Can we, can we do that, Phil? Uh, can you pass in? I mean, I do imagine that Ron... I've said before, if Ronnie wants to come on, uh, shoot me a message, uh, but he's probably a busy guy. Okay. Yeah, it seems like the musicians are typically hard to, hard to get. It's hard to lock people down. Sketch Therapy says, Commies will never win the Simon Ehrlich Ve uh, Wagner. Wagner. The Simon Ehrlich v Wager. Is what is that? Simon Ehrlich. No idea. Wager. I'm gonna look it up. Look it up. See what it says. Um, 1980 wager between business professor Julian L. Simon and biologist Paul Ehrlich, who's the guy who wrote the population boom. Okay. Betting on a mutually agreed upon measure of resource scarcity over the decade leading up to 1990. The widely followed contest originated in the pages of Social Science Quarterly, where Simon challenged Ehrlich to put his money where his mouth was in response to Ehrlich's published claim that if I were a gambler, I would take even money that England will not exist in the year 2000. Imagine subscribing to Social Science Quarterly. <laughs> I just... Uh... Yeah, this is this is what the... And they're making the same predictions. And, and you have way more people and... You're just not seeing the changes that they t that they've been predicting and and screaming about. The, the, I think that there's probably some truth to the to the idea of anthropomorphic climate change. I think this is the word that, where man actually causes it, but it's not yeah. the emergency that they're making it out to be. It's not going to change the coastlines the way they say it's going to. And it's not going to destroy the planet or make Earth inhospitable. the The Earth has been, there were times where the earth was average significantly warmer and times where the earth was on average significantly cooler and life has survived mm -hmm. people need to chill out they're just trying to get a way to control your life there's also i mean if you look at the la the end of the the end of the younger dryas and then meltwater pulse 1b even after that massive catastrophic sea level rise there were still 20 meters between the sea level then and the sea level now they're talking about inches over the yeah. next hundred years inches like it, you want to talk about catastrophic sea level rise i can talk to you about catastrophic sea level rise but it's not this yep. it's not this all right uh sketch therapy says phil has the best takes on communism that's because there's only one take on communism. and that it it's bad it is murderous 
It's not just bad. It ends in piles and piles and piles of bodies. Karl Marx is responsible for Fifty Shades of Grey. What? Yeah, there's. You can draw the line. Explain that. Right now? Yeah. Okay. Oh boy. Explain that. <laughs> All right, we got. You start. can't just claim that and just leave it be. You have to explain it. Okay. All right. So, well, there's the the typical story, which is that I. Uh, 9-11 is responsible for Fifty Shades of Grey. Do you know that one? Yes. Okay. No, no, yeah, yeah. Basically, no, okay. Al-Qaeda does 9-11. Um, Ger Gerard Way sees 9-11 happen, starts My Chemical Romance. Black Parade inspires, um, or might not have been Black, but My Chemical Romance inspires Stephanie Meyer. Stephanie Meyer writes Twilight. That inspires Fifty Shades of Grey. Well, obviously, Al-Qaeda only exists because of the Mujahideen. So the CIA had to fund the Mujahideen. Why did the Mujahideen exist? Well, because of communism in Russia. And why was communism in Russia? Because Lenin put it there. Why did Lenin put it there? Because the Germans kicked him out. Why did the Germans kick him out? Because he was a Marxist. Perfect. Uh, so the real question is, have you also, also... The real question is, who caused Marx? Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, there's also my favorite... Hegel. The... The, the rabbit hole just keeps well, going. Yeah, I mean the, the 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 biggest one of the biggest influences on Marx was Hegel, and yeah. and before Hegel, it was it was uh, uh, Rousseau. Oh so. boy, My see that tracks though. That yeah, makes sense. Rousseau, Hegel, <laughs> Marx, Nietzsche, then you know Lenin, Stalin, Hitler, all the horrible things come yeah. from from uh, the nineteenth century. In Germany, apparently. Sure, I say yes. <laughs> all these awful ideas came from Germany. All right, as did Ramstein. Let's, let's, uh, <laughs> let's keep going. See, it's like all the bad things seem to come from one place. I'm just saying. Uh, Corey Anderson says, we need a falling in reverse, all that remains collaboration. Phil's thoughts on watch the world burn by falling in reverse. Sick. Great. Sick. Sick? Yeah. All right. All right. Gross. Also, Ronnie just displays such an incredible variety of talents in that song. The, mm -hmm. the rap to the screaming to the operatic. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Okay. Finger on the pulse. Gross John says, great to see Aiden on the show again. I've been enjoying a lot of Lore Lodge videos. Aww. Also, Brett, I hear you mentioned this Veronica Mars show a lot recently. Is it worth watching? What's it like? Yes! Um, look, people, uh, I, I have a pretty strong hit rate with people, so the question would be, have you taken any of my other suggestions for things to watch? In this case, it is very much a slice of what life was like back in the day for... Uh, it, Crisis Party. I bought that one. I paid for that one because I wanted to get the second Crisis Party. Um, it's one of those shows that's absolutely ridiculous in which Veronica Mars is a private investigator with her dad, even though she's still a high school student. And even though she's still a high school student who seems to just never be in class and kids in her class come up and ask her to help them help her like investigate things and solve problems. It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of actually very poignant topics in the first season in regards to uh, things, bad things that have happened to high school students. Uh, it's really worth checking out the first couple of episodes. And if you feel like it's something you'd want to watch, it's definitely chill and it's not the most serious of shows, but I do enjoy it. So I do think you should watch it. Uh, okay, Corey Anderson says, as someone who works in the, I'm guessing IC means intelligence community, uh, reality winner stated that she was wrong for what she did and is guilty. As me with the trans uh, guy, uh, NDAs are legally binding. Yes? No? I, I don't understand the second part I'm a little confused by the second part of the... Yeah, I don't, I don't understand the second part honest. of it. If I'm being honest. But Okay. Uh, I, I didn't know that she had come out and said that since then, but that's interesting that they're making a show about her. Uh, in One thing that also that I've learned watching a lot of shows and movies, like 
Hollywood in the mid 2000s, it's really funny watching all their shows, which are just all in on the neoliberal. Like they're never pro, like, like they're pro one party now, sure, but they're always pro government. Yeah. Like yes. they loved making shows about the Patriot Act mm -hmm. and terrorism. Like the, like, like you think it's bad. It was bad in the early two thousands when it was everything. Everyone was a Muslim terrorist. Like I was watching this funny thing where this guy talks about, like he wanted to make a skit where he's like, he like, it's one of these actors who just got all the roles in the early two thousands. Cause we were, there was just always roles for terrorist characters. Yeah. Now they're like not getting the roles they, they want anymore. Cause they, they're not, they're afraid to make those movies and those shows now well, now the the bad guys are all russians what? no they're no 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 soon it's going to just be americans it's uh what will mm. it'll be the war you think the war on terror was bad the war on domestic terror will be even worse yeah, right? and the movies and the television shows will reflect that uh so everyone's going to be a nazi well, everyone's going to be a white supremacist even even though we know that not all white pe now we have off white supremacy yeah so we're oh, it's going to oh. be it's going to be bad television's going to get even worse supremacy. well they also tried with uh they, they already tried to do that with fallout or not Fallout, uh, Far Cry 5, I think it was. Yeah. Where, But the problem was the, the song those guys had slapped. So everybody was like, wait a second, this is... You, the bad guys in this are a group of like God fearing Christians living off in the woods, living off the land, and yeah. you know hanging out with stable families. You're mm -hmm. like, what? What's bad about this? Where's the? Well, that's the <laughs> that's the meme, right? It's like uh, it was the memes during COVID, where it's like mm -hmm. it's somebody in a mask and like a hood over it, and like a whole face shield, and they're like, you're a you're a terrorist, or you're a you're a conspiracy theorist for people like just at home eating dinner with their family. I yep. do wonder though if we're starting to see a shift in the culture though, because like Rain Wilson when uh the last of us came out i don't think the dude's a christian and he's yeah. pretty liberal and he came out and he was like i i felt that this was a little on the nose and he walked unfair that back. he walked he? that back a little bit yeah uh, you, like you can't stand your ground in i Hollywood. had a i had a smidge of respect for the guy for a second he he walked that back a little bit afterwards so all right uh brie fear me it's brie says my brother-in-law looks exactly like young stalin <laughs> and my husband as a kid looks like young putin also zombified by falling in reverse is fire sick um, my favorite meme of all time is it's a picture of, of Stalin. It says dark humor is like food. Not everybody, not gets, everybody it. gets it. That's, that's still to this day. My, that th there's two. And there's another one that says, uh, it says like, uh, the USSR tries to destroy America fails. Uh, Japan tries to destroy America fails. And then it cuts to, um, uh, to Thanos and says, America, fine, I'll do it myself. Because <laughs> yeah, we, we are. We're basically mm -hmm. doing it ourselves. We're, we're doing it on our own. And Corey Anderson says, uh, he meant Chelsea Manning. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. All right, guys, before we go, would you hit the like button on this video and subscribe to this channel if you have not done so already? Thank you very much for that. Uh, would you guys like to shout anything out? Phil! Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter. I am Phil That Remains on Twitter. I am Phil That Remains official on Instagram. The band is All That Remains on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, all those places. Perfect. Aiden. Yeah, uh, I'm Aiden Mattis. I am host of the channel The Lore Lodge here on YouTube. You can also catch me on Twitch three days a week. That's typically Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday at twitch.tv slash the Aiden Mattis. And then basically all of my social media is also the Aiden Mattis, spelled A-I-D-A-N, not E-N. Yeah, I got that wrong the first time, too. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, Aiden will be with us the whole week. In fact, all three of us. It will be essentially be boys cast boys all cast. week long. Boys, 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 boys. Uh, but we're going to have a, a rotation of people in, in fourth channel. 
chair. You can't see anybody there because there's, there's nobody, nobody there, there right, right now. now. But there will be. So we got people all week. It's going to be a lot of fun. So guys, go ahead and subscribe to this channel if you have not done so already. Like I said, if you'd like to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at Brett Dasovic on both of those platforms. I am going to finally do my job and finish the poll for once. I always forget to close <laughs> out the poll. I all, literally every time. And today, the winner is Amber Heard. She is the bigger Sheesh. movie villain than climate change. Makes yeah. perfect sense. Your bed sheets are never safe when Amber Heard is around. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> at Brett Dasovic on Instagram and Twitter. The show is here Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. If you would like to listen to this podcast, we are on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and Spotify. And if you'd like to follow the show on social media, we are on Twitter, at PopCulture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok, at PopCultureCrisis, and on Instagram, at PopCultureCrisisPod. We will be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.